I'm starting to change. Like, uh, you know, we were talking about uh, who are we talking about? Somebody, and it was like, in, I had to give credit to Jason Tatum. Like, no matter, I think it was Kawhi, right? Like, we saw the Clippers, okay. great game. Kawhi's been, you know, he had a great game last night, and mm-hmm. we'll get into that. But the one thing you can say about Tatum is he's consistent, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, I got to give him his flowers. And I, I'm starting to, like, change my mind. I'm not going to say Tatum is a superstar. That's been my only argument with the whole Tatum narrative so far is that everybody wants to put him on this pedestal. But at this point in time, like, I'm not going to come at him with any negative energy. I'm positive about Tatum. I like what they're doing in Boston. Um, but he just hasn't kind of eclipsed what I expect him to eclipse. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, that's that's all I have to say about that. Chat, what's good? Happy Thursday. We're back with another episode of Fluent and Chill. Uh, Fluent is, he's been attending some business, um, working a little bit overtime. So he will be here later in the stream. Um, but for now, he just got me and Jay. Jay, you doing good? H Boogie, what up? Um, we are in effect. Basketball season has just commenced a week into the season, and it is so dope. 100 percent we so feeling this so this is this is good i would like to ask you really quickly though h yes. what do you think what, what would you classify as a superstar what what, what is a superstar to you h not an so, example not not an example because i and, and actually h you know what i would like an example too in addition okay. to telling me what a superstar is yeah so i know many people have so many different definitions but for me it's somebody that one is consistent, consistently the best for a long period of time. Okay. And winning is a part of that for me. So the, the reason I don't consider Tatum that is because, yes, he's gotten so close, but Tatum's also had a fantastic situation. So mm-hmm. for somebody like Luca, right, he's as well, I wouldn't consider him a superstar yet, but I think he's getting there, even though he's in somewhat of a bad situation. Um, of course, I think the only superstars in the league are Katie, Steph, LeBron, like, I'm I'm not giving out a participation award to mm-hmm. here you go and you go and you go just because you're a great player. Like I want to mm-hmm. see that for five to seven years, and I think mm-hmm. that's what can make you a superstar. So, so um, being consistent, being consistent is a, yes. being being a superstar. Being it sounds like winning and postseason as well. Like right. not just one or the other. Like Embiid, yeah, mm-hmm. he just won MVP and he's a fantastic regular season player. Mm-hmm. But we're not seeing that translate into the postseason. And for me, that's a problem. On the other mm-hmm. end, you got Jimmy Butler, who's a fantastic postseason player. Um, unfortunately, that hasn't tra- translated into a championship yet. Hopefully, right. one day. But the regular season counts too, right? Yeah. So I think it's like the whole package, like you see in LeBron, Katie, and Steph, right. uh, that we don't see all across the board. So something that stand, I think you stand apart in. But um, yeah, what do you think? What What is your well, definition? It, 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 it sounds fair because essentially what you're telling me is that somebody who is awesome in the regular season and elevates whatever that legend is in the regular season, elevates that legend in the playoffs, yeah. right? And does that for a long time, because that's what I think that is. In addition to that, embodying what the organization is. You are everything that our organization is. You represent all of that stuff. We run our offense through you. You are the face of our franchise. Everything that we are as an organization, you are that. I think that's what a superstar is when I think about what a superstar is. And in chat, you are absolutely right. I would consider Jokic a superstar, and mm-hmm. it's not just because he won that chip, but yeah. He Hold does up one second, H. <laughs> but yeah, like exactly what you guys said, he embodies that the franchise and Jokic. I'm is sorry, H. It's, 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 it's what you call it, weather out here in South Florida. So it's oh. now, 
it's now breezy weather where the, you know I don't have to have the air conditioner. I can turn, I can open okay. up the windows because it's actually stuff. nice. Yeah, I I, I can do that. No, nah, there's no extracurricular act, extra extra terrestrial activity in my house. No, that's not going on. <laughs> nah, that's that's good. So um, okay. yeah, H. As I was saying, so. You are the face of our franchise. And not only are you the face of our franchise, what you do in the regular season elevates into the playoffs and winning does matter. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to win the NBA championship, H. And the reason why I say that is because winning the NBA championship, winning the bowl game, winning the World Series, H, every, being good ain't good enough. You need some things to go your way. Right. You, abso you absolutely, yeah. it does. But when you are everything that we're talking about and we're in contention, and you are the main reason for that. And we are a viable organization because of you. That's what I think the superstar is. 100%. Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, Greg, Flynn mm -hmm. is not load managing. Uh, he's working very hard, but he'll be back. Hopefully he'll be here within the next hour. Tone is so. not load managing. No, <laughs> no, he is not. We would be on his ass if he was. Absolutely not. <laughs> yes, we um, Okay, so obviously you guys saw the title of this. We want to get into the trade. I haven't actually talked to you, Jay, since all this went down over the weekend. Yep. So I want to get into that. But um, James Harden is now officially a Clipper. I don't believe he'll be playing until, I think they said Monday will be his first appearance. So we saw him on the bench last night. Although P.J. Tucker, he played. But, you know, Harden has to do his little thing and mm -hmm. kind of soak it all in before they get started. Um, mm -hmm. So I want to go into not only what this means for the Clippers, how this will work, what rotations you see. Are, are they going to stagger? Are they going to play Russ and, you know, Kawhi, PG? Like, how is all that going to work? But I also want to talk about Philly and what this means for them. So right. uh, give me your basic thoughts on James Harden as a Clipper. Were well, you surprised, first of all? That, I wasn't surprised that he was traded yeah. because, I mean, I think that this situation was – I thought it was repairable, but I thought that at some point they were going to go their separate ways. But I thought James was going to be a professional. He was going to show up to camp. But then we get to a point, H, where he's under contract, he's healthy, and he's not playing. Well, H, you're going to have to start explaining yourself. Why isn't this guy playing? Why is he out of the lineup? And if he's not playing, if you're waiting for a trade partner, then why is he here? Yeah. What is he doing here? The, the players in the past who you've decided to trade and not have not have in the organization anymore, you've moved on from them immediately. And if you didn't move on from them Im immediately, before you found a trade partner, you separated them from the crew because you didn't want that element around the crew to right. seep into what was going on. So you got a bunch of grown-ups on this Philadelphia team with Embiid, right? With Patrick Beverly, with Tobias Harris, with these guys. You got a bunch of grown-ups. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to they're trying to solidify themselves as being a threat in the East. The last thing we want is to be involved with a guy like James Harden who's who doesn't want to be here. Because that seeps into the rest of us that, well, if he don't want to be here, then why doesn't he want to be here? What's going on? So they decided to move on from him. And no, I'm not I'm not surprised that he ended up with the Clippers. H, I really like Russ at the lead guard spot with this Clipper team. I just liked his dynamic. He took the pressure off of both Kawhi Leonard and Paul George as a primary ball handler and a playmaker. He gave them. The, he, he gave them the time to just be free and to play on the wing, which is what they actually are. They're yeah. wing players. Yeah. They're not primary ball handlers. They're not playmakers like that. That's Russ's job, right? So now you get Russ who's doing that, and then you get into the meat and potatoes of the game where the X's and O's really don't matter as much. I mean, they still matter, H, but they don't matter as much because we get to a point now where, y'all, I need a bucket. I need to stop. 
can you do that? And just go out and do it. And that's what Russ, that's when Russ moves to the corner. That's where Russ gets phased out of the offense as a primary ball handler. And I was liking that dynamic with this crew. Right. Now you want to add James Harden to it, to a crew that's, number one, underperformed in the playoffs. Number two, been injured as many times as they've been injured. They're the Clippers at the end of the day. And yeah. we all know who the Clippers are. It's like the Cowboys. The Clippers are going to clip. That's just who they are. And now you want to add James Harden to this mix, who's a phenomenal player, who's a phenomenal player. And now he's going to come into a dynamic that they're trying to figure it out. Now they're going to add him to it with the baggage that he's bringing. I don't like it, H. I really don't. I don't like it at all. The plus side to this, though, is this isn't midseason. This isn't like February and we got two yeah. months to figure it out. Yo, the season just started a week ago. So at any point, we could pull the plug on this thing. The problem that we're having, H, is what kind of trade value does James Harden have at this point? I don't think anybody's interested in him whatsoever. What I didn't think he had any prior to going to, to L.A. Like, it wasn't right. like L.A. was desperate for a, you know, for a James Harden. Like, they, they didn't need All him. Right. So my question is, what was the point of this? Is this a, a backup plan to if Russ ends up not – you know, I don't even think this has anything to do with Russ or what he's doing wrong or right. I, I don't even know what this move was. Now, remember too, H. Now we're talking about a, a, a we're talking about a team with Paul George, yeah. Kawhi Leonard, James Harden, who all come off the books after this season. Right. This is not like these guys are extended for an extended a period of time. Russ Russ only has two more years left on the deal, including this year. Zubac has two more years left on the deal, including this year. They open up a new arena next year. Right, so right. who are we trotting out next season when we open up this new arena? Are we trotting out Russell Westbrook and Terrence Mann and Norman Powell? That's what we're doing? I mean, no. I understand <laughs> that. I, I I I understand that it's 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 more viable if you got players that have some star power, like Kawhi Leonard, like Paul George, like James Harden, but if this thing is a disaster, then how are we selling this? But I wanted to ask you, H, because I'm thinking to myself, we have this dynamic of how James Harden is not going to work with this group. And then I was thinking to myself, H, what happens if this thing actually works? Mm. What happens if they actually put this thing? That happening? <laughs> All right. It, 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 it's not much of a chance considering yeah. what's going on, but right. Like, what happens if this thing actually works? You got Russ at the one. Yep. You got James Harden, who'll play the two, who's played off the basketball before. He's played the majority of his career on the basketball, but he'll have to play off the basketball. But you got Russ at – you got James Harden at the two. You got Leonard at the three. You got Paul George at the four. And remember, H, Malone, Chris Webber, Garnett, Tim Duncan, Dirk Nowitzki, Bob, all them guys are gone. So the brute force four man, Paul George doesn't have to worry about that. Right. So and not only that, Ty Lue is a small ball merchant, as we all know. He's 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 the king of the small ball lineup. I'm watching last night them playing the Lakers and he's got a lineup of Bowens Highland. <laughs> he's got a lineup of Bowens Highland, uh, Russell Westbrook, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George and Norman Powell. This is his lineup. So it's not ridiculous for me to think Paul George at the four, Zubak at the five and Zubak is not going to play an extended amount of minutes when you get and when you get into the meat and potatoes of games 
he's going to go small because that's what Ty Lu does. He's a yeah. small ball. He's a small ball lineup kind of guy. What happens if these guys just segue into their roles where Russ is now a primary distributor? James Harden plays off the basketball and he's just a scorer. Kawhi Leonard is a slasher slash wing player. Paul George is a stretch four and Zubak is your dirty work guy. Plus those guys we have on the bench. What happens if this thing actually works? How are we talking about these guys? How are we talking about James Harden if they actually win it? Russell Westbrook, is going to be a member of, in the next year or two years, H, Russell Westbrook is going to be a member of the 25,000 point, 10,000 assist club. You add a ring to that? We're talking about a nine-time All-Pro and a league MVP? There's going to be some really uncomfortable conversations that are going to be had that people don't want to have when you add a ring to that because rings have a tendency to give people amnesia. 100%. 100% they give people amnesia and they forget about the other stuff. Right. I mean... I'm just wondering how this thing is. I'm wondering how it's going to work. But on the flip side to that, what if it actually does? <laughs> I mean, look, th this is a conversation we've continually had about this Clippers team, um, especially with the additions of, you know, since Kawhi and Paul George. And on paper, they have looked like the, one of the best teams in the league. It yep. just hasn't translated into something that's been... I mean, they were close, right? We saw... I mean, even without Kawhi, it was that 2021 when we saw playoff P, like they almost beat the Suns and went to the finals. Like, it, mm -hmm. it was it was an incredible series. Um, I just... Look, Jay, I just... We have two personalities in Harden and Russell Westbrook, mm -hmm. who we've seen play before. And, yep. you know, I don't think there's anything... I don't think there's beef or anything. I think they have a good relationship. I, I don't yep. think some of the stuff the media tries to paint about them is true. Um, but let me just read this quote that came out 30 minutes ago and oh, tell oh. me, this is the type of player you're adding into your team and expecting this thing to work. Um, yeah. James Harden said, I'm not a system player. I am a system. And so you're integrating a dude like that. Who's caused mayhem across the league over and over and over and over. Yeah. I don't expect this to win. I expect him to do his, his job and play his role, but I think you've got this many egos, attitudes, star power, all culminated on one team. And you can't just forget about the bench because a bench is such a crucial piece into winning a championship. So yes. if any relationship or chemistry is off at all, it's not going to work. We've seen it time and time again. So, mm -hmm. I mean, what what is Harden doing? Like, is he just trying to get, you know, make his big impact as he, as he arrives to LA? Like, what is this all about? Well, first of all, first of all, age, I really hope he didn't say that. That's number one. And the reason yeah. why I'm hoping that he didn't say that because for fans like you, H, who's a Golden State Warriors fan, you're standing on a chair applauding this kind of behavior because the implosion is going to happen really soon. Let Countdown to the Clippers imploding in three, two, you, you know when it's going to happen. Number two, if you are the system, I mean, we remember him in Philadelphia, right? We remember well, him in Philadelphia. And he was talking about um, not playing freely with the Sixers. So he's addressing this as like, I couldn't play freely because he considers himself the system. Right. And he's going to be able to do that, but he's going to be able to do that yeah. with the Clippers yeah. play wide open and pray and play freely with them, which I, I find it a little interesting because you got four ball dominant guys. And now you are the most ball dominant of the four ball dominant guys. Cause you, you dribble the basketball more than any of these guys. 
you shoot the basketball more than any of these guys when I'm watching your game. So with that being said, the the the, the Warrior fan, the Laker fan, the Suns fan, the Minnesota fan, they have to applaud this kind of behavior because this is just the beginning of the ridiculousness of James Harding. My girl Jay said something to me, and I thought it was really interesting, H. James Harden is the guy who, when you walk into the party, you're like, yo, what's going on? You're so happy to see him. Then, like, two hours later, hey, yo, come get your man, yo. Yeah, we're, we're hey, done. Hey, come get your man. And security is is carrying him out, and then you getting pulled to the side, AH, the next time you come here, don't bring him. Yeah. You, 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 you're not welcome in here no more with him. You, you absolutely can show up, but him, nah, you can't have him in here anymore. And that's the kind of, that's the kind of stench that he leaves yeah. when he leaves anywhere. Right. So yeah. with that being said, this Clipper thing, who the Clippers are, right. Who the Clippers are. And now you're going to add James Harden to this. One of two things could happen here. Age. This thing could actually work. And if it does work, there's going to be a lot of uncomfortable conversations that we have to have. But then this thing could go ridiculously bad. Yeah. And it's just going to be the Clippers. I don't think it's going to be something where we say, yo, this was a disaster. All we can say is it's the Clippers. This is who they are, right? This is what yeah. they're about. And we shouldn't be shocked by this. If we're shocked by anything, it's the fact that it actually worked. Yeah, because I, I, I don't think anyone's expecting this to work look i actually really like this clippers team i love that all the dudes that are on that make up this system i do i just think when you bring in somebody like harden who like i don't want to discredit him last season i understand his frustration i i just more so what does this do to the league you know when somebody breaks the law in such a a horrific way that they have to set a new press precedent or start a new law. I feel like that's, what's going to happen with, with what Harden and, and not just Harden multiple stars have been doing mm-hmm. when you reward bad behavior, not necessarily like Harden had bad, be- he's a grown man. This is his job. Like mm-hmm. I understand that, but I, I consistently see GMs and owners rewarding poor behavior that is setting a bad precedent and that's going to start to leak into stars and role players and more and more and more. I just, I don't understand what value, how somebody with so little current value as Harden can keep getting away with this. Like it's frustrating to see. And do you think that this is going to impact the league at all? Or are they just going to continue to allow this to happen? And also, also how can LA have Kawhi, PG, Harden, Russ, and some fantastic role players. How are they able to afford all of this? Like, hey. I, I wasn't there just a new? Uh, didn't they just come out with a they, new they thing? They just signed a collective bargaining agreement. Absolutely, they did. So how does that yeah. work? They they just did. Well, number one, again, Paul George and and Kawhi Leonard are in the final years of their deal. They got player options after this season. Now they can decide to re up. Well, I mean, they could decide to exercise those player options. Russ is on the cheap. It's not like it's not like Russ is making like a whole bunch of money. Yeah, Russ is Russ is Russ is around the vet minimum. I think he's on a, a two-year six million dollar deal. So he's so they got Russ on the cheap. And then you got James Harden, who also comes off the books after this season, right? So he signed he signed a he he ended up opting in. That's how the the the, the 76ers were able to get that's why the 76ers were able to get leverage so they could get something back for him. So Paul George comes off the books after this season. Leonard is going to end up coming off the books after this season. James Harden is going to end up coming off the book off the books after this season. So essentially, they just went all in. It's not like James was. It's not like Harden was in 
in the beginning, in the middle of a four-year deal like Dame is, and he axed out. No, he's actually coming off the books after this year. Now, as far as him, as far as him being involved with the Philadelphia 76ers and the way that they handle this, H, I'm on record saying this. You have to do your job too. Yeah. I, as a general manager, I as the president of basketball operations, I am willing to extend you. When you play as bad as he played in the postseason and you're asking for a raise, we have to advance at least. Yeah. And what I mean when I say we got it, we can't be in the same spot that we were in when you got here. Now we moving on and we're in a different, if we moving on and we're in a different space, I think James Harden is getting extended. But the fact that we in the same space and now we have to deal with the headache of you. Mm-hmm. We have to deal with the headache of you. The Philadelphia brass aren't interested in that. No, they're not interested in that at all. I do think that this could have been worked out, but it was to a point where they, I think it was best for both parties to move on. And they did that. So as far as James Harden being, as far as this deal with, 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 with all of these guys being on one team, again, you got Russ on the cheap and three of those four guys are in the last year of their deal. So it's not that big of a deal. Okay. Uh, chat, I want to know, uh, drop if you think this is going to work or if you don't think it's going to work. And we'll we'll get a little sense of kind of the majority view. Um, I don't want to be, you know, negative about this trade. I do like the Clippers. They, they need some – they need something because they've been missing the mark time after time, you know. So hopefully it does something. Yeah. I just personally am not a believer in somebody – I think history speaks for itself, but yeah. you never know. You never, you never know. Um, but you know what's been interesting, Jay, is like the West, honestly, almost every single game that I've watched so far this season has been so competitive, so close. But Is this not fantastic, H? Is this not great? It's amazing. This is the best season, like season kickoffs of NBA I've ever yes, seen. Yes, absolutely. This is great. I, I, mean, I love it. We're seeing the the you know the older veteran players, but we're yeah. finally seeing these young guys that we've been so excited about. They're finally mm-hmm. elevating to a point where they can be competitive. They're team leaders, and um, yeah, I mean, the first one that comes to mind we saw it last night was mm-hmm. uh, OKC and, and, and New, uh, Orleans. New Orleans, yeah, sure. and the Pelts, mm-hmm. absolutely. And so yeah. we're seeing Shea, we're seeing Zion. We we have most people healthy. Obviously, Brandon yeah. Ingram already low there or not low he's injured i guess but you know we're seeing guys already sitting out bradley beal anybody know when he's playing is he planning yeah. to play this I don't, apparently I don't know. that injury is uh, injury is a lot worse but what? with that being Did said he get injured practice well like, here's the thing h he had a back injury when yeah. he was in washington right that was going on right, well right. apparently this thing is worse than what was advertised and if it's anything structural how did he end up passing a physical? That's, That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. If, so it isn't lingering because they yeah. said he was going to play. I don't think this is a lingering. I mean, it could be a recurring injury, but I don't right. think it's a lingering injury. But who right. knows? Know. Right. Never know. But- and, and with that being said, we're in a space now where, you know, the majority of the league is, quote unquote, healthy. Right. And to be honest with you, H., this is some of the best talent that I've ever seen in the league. Not only is it some of the best talent collectively, it's some of the best teams that I've seen. That's why it's so much fun to watch right now because you got so many players, so many good players in the league today, as opposed to in years past, you had good players, but then there was good players and then there was these dudes. Like there's not much separation. 
Like when you're talking about the top 15, the top 20, the top 25, there's yeah. not much separation when you're talking about these guys. And with these guys on the teams that they're on, we're talking about something completely different. I love what I'm seeing with Oklahoma City, with this young core that they have, right? I'm on record. I'm slow, not slowly, but I am quietly, and I'm about to start yelling it, but I am a Herb Jones stand. Yes, I am. I love Herb Jones. I am a big-time Herb Jones stand. I've been a Herb, I've been a Herb Jones stand, been a Herb Jones fan. I'm watching this kid, and I'm watching him do the job that he did on Shea Gil, on, on, on Gilgis Alexander last night. He was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What you're not going to do, H, is you're not going to stop guys. It's very difficult to stop guys. But if you can make it difficult on people, that's what Shea did. I mean, that's what Herb Jones did with, with Gilgis Alexander last night. He made it hard on him, forced him into a lot of tough shots, yeah. kept the basketball away from him. When he was forced him into tough situations where when the shot clock was running down, he was doing stuff like that to keep him off balance. And that just made that, that, just made that um, New Orleans defense so much better because they rely on Shea so much offensively. That defense is what got New Orleans back in that game last night. And because of that, New Orleans actually looks viable. Now, here's the difference, H. I know it looks good right now. How long can I expect for these guys to hold up? And I said yeah. this to you already, H. Zion got this season. If I get 25, 30 games and he breaks down again, I'm out. Yeah. I'm yeah. O-U-T out. There is no if ands, or buts about it. I am out on this guy. But if I can get 65, 70 games – of health from him, yeah. I think this New Orleans team is going to be something to reckon with. I think that he could be an all-star again like he was a couple of years ago. I think he could possibly sneak onto the all-league team. I think that we're looking at a damn good squad in New Orleans. Now, with Oklahoma City, what I'm watching with them, and I'm on record saying this, Chet Holmgren is Sean Bradley with a better handle and a jump shot. That's who he is to me. And that's not a bad thing because Sean Bradley is one of the best rim protectors in NBA history. Sean Bradley was one of the better defensive players in NBA history. Yes, he was. The problem was, was that everybody, all we, we always saw him getting dunked on by Tracy McGrady and Shaq. So everybody thought that he sucked. No, he was one of the best rim protectors the NBA had ever seen. And if you, if you add what Sean Bradley had, if he's got a super duper handle and he's got an, and he can knock down the long ball in transition. How much better of a player is he? Because that's who Chet is. That's yeah. what I'm looking at with Chet. When yeah. I look at Chet, that's how that that's who Chet is as a player. So when you when you add those things and you add what Chet brings, when you add what Chet brings to the table, this Oklahoma City, this Oklahoma City team is going to be something to deal with. I have them as a I have them as a bona fide playoff team at the end yeah. of the season. I don't think they're a playoff team. I don't think they're a playing team. I think they're a bona fide playing team, playoff team. Ooh, I don't know if I'm quite ready to say that. I think obviously right now they look good. Mm -hmm. um, but man, the West is so deep. I, I'm just not there quite yet. But mm. what I want to say though, I've been, I've been, I'm always hesitant. I know Fluent when he gets in here, he'll probably have a lot to say about Chet. I gotta say, he's been impressive. He, he makes that team a whole lot better. And, and I mean, from what you've seen so far from such a small sample size, Jay, mm -hmm. Is it crazy to say that Chet is that much below Wemby as far as no. skill set goes? Mm -mm. If we have no. that conversation, I think we need to have that conversation. Well, if you think about what Chet brings to the table, handle, shoot the jump shot, yeah, rim protect, get up and down the floor, run like a deer, 
He and More he's reckless. willing to take physicality as well. Yeah. I mean, he, he can bully, but he's he's taking it a little bit better than Whippy, in my opinion. And, and, and remember who we're talking about here, H. We're talking about a kid. I don't think he's twenty yet. If he is, he he just turned he's 20. twenty. So yeah. we're talking about a kid here who's gonna yeah. who hasn't who hasn't stopped filling out. Yeah. H. What you see in Wimby, Wimby, check. This is the future of basketball. So what you saw with Steph Curry yep. and Klay Thompson, when every when everybody when 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 everybody said that jump shooting teams can't win the NBA championship, and now Steph and Klay show up and they actually do it, and now this is the future of the league. And then you got guys like LeBron James going, okay, I got to add a long ball to my game if I want to stick around. This is what the NBA is about to look like, H. It's about to be a bunch of six foot ten to seven foot three ridiculous athletes with ridiculous handles and jump shots. Why? Because if I can't do that, I'm not going to be able to stick around here. Now, my man Tone told me that you can't expect the NBA just to be influxed with six foot ten to seven foot three guys over the next 10 to 15 years. H, they're already in the league. It's not like they not if they already like it's already happening. Right, they already in the league. It's a bunch of six foot ten. Giannis yeah. is six eleven. KD six ten. So it's a bunch of guys like that. It's just a matter of time before they see what guys like Chet, what guys like Wimby are doing, and going. I got it. I got to put that in my game. Bow bow. Guys like that. I got to put that in my game. Otherwise, I'm not, I'm going to be a dinosaur and I'm going to be pre-existing and I'm going to fade into black. That's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And and again, it's so we're so early into the season. We have to see how they hold up. We know that with and what Fluent always says, you know, somebody with a frame like that, it injuries are very, very likely, but we don't wish that on them. And so far from what I've seen, it's it's been fun to watch, right? It, it's kind of changing yes. up. Um, yes. hold on, sorry, my there's a little bit of an echo. Um so Jay, from your perspective, um and, and when Floyd is here, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit. But talk to me about uh, Scoot Henderson and kind of his his slow start, I would say, in, in this season so far. I think he's like one of 18 from three, if you watched the game last night uh, against – was that yesterday, the Detroit game? Yes, uh, last night. Yeah, 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 which was a fantastic game. They were down a bunch. They were able to climb their way back, yeah. get the win. Um, and he, and he had a bit of a better game, but what do you think about, why is it taking him so long to kind of find his, his space with that, uh, Blazers roster? Well, 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 two things. Number one, he rolled his ankle last night. That's why he ended up going out of the game. So he didn't play, he, he didn't play the whole game. Number two, H, I just got the job. Now I appreciate, I, I can appreciate, you know, there are signs where you can see a guy athletically you can see a guy in terms of his handle but then you got guys who it just takes a little bit more time his coach for example just for just so we know his coach was traded in the middle of the season and he was the number four pick in the draft as a rook he was traded in the middle of the season yeah. rick patino gave up on him completely gave up on him now we're talking about chauncey Billups, maybe a hall of famer so it's just a matter of time for scoot henderson to figure it out and what they did, this is why I wasn't really a fan of moving off of Dame, because they because they really needed Dame. That's why Malcolm Brogdon is important, because yeah. he needs him. Yeah. Basically, what they're doing with him, H, is they're bringing him to the Olympic-sized pool, and they're bringing him to the deep end, and they're pushing him in. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. And you got to figure out how to swim. And he's basically flailing. And he doesn't know how to he, – he, the thing that I like about him more than anything is he'll compete. I really dig that about him, H. Yeah. But the pro game, the pro game here is so much different 
than the pro game in the G League. The yeah. pro game here is so much different than the pro game in Europe. Yeah. These games are not the same. So Scoot still has to learn how to play pick and pop. He still has to play. He still has to learn how to play defense going under screens, going around screens, where to attack guys, how to attack guys, how to play defense, how to, how to sag off of guys, learning tape. All of this stuff matters when you're becoming a pro because, again, I've said this in the past, H. I, when I show up to the NBA, I am not a pro. I have pro potential. It's your job to teach me the pro game. And we're talking like we're in three, we're in year three or four. Damn, H, I just got the job. I've only been on the job a week. I'm getting fired already after a week? Yeah. One week and a, one one week and y'all want to fire me. I mean, damn, can I can can I learn how to do this before y'all figure out that I'm not good enough to do it? Give me a minute to learn the job first. Because it's not at, at the end of the day, it is basketball on some level. But I still have to learn how to play basketball at this level. And the problem with Scoot is, is he just doesn't know how to play basketball at this level yet. Yeah. And I agree with you. I, I, I'm not out at all. I think, you know, not only is he trying to learn how the, the this level of play works, but also you're you're coming into a system where it's like you just lost a, you know, a star, their franchise star. You're trying to fill the shoes there. You're trying to understand the bright lights and how all of this works. And so, um, and, and I mean, Jeremy Grant and uh, Malcolm Brogdon, like those guys are basically the only, those guys are carrying right now because mm -hmm. they have to, they're the only vets. And, you right. know, we got DeAndre Ayton, who's out there. Jay, I was watching this. I was watching the highlights again this morning. <laughs> Can you talking. handle it, H? Can you handle it, H? Self no, no, no. I was trying to be positive about DeAndre and I was like, all right, like this is your chance to kind of prove. And I get it. It's it's slow. It's a lot more. It's different than playing for a, a contending team, right? I get it's not the greatest situation, okay? Right. But self-proclaiming yourself as dominating, but you're standing at the rim, you see the ball fall, you're not even going in for a rebound or playing any defense. He just stands there, Jay. That I don't like. Like if I if I see your effort, and if you ever want to get out of, of Portland, if if you know you finish your contract and you're like, okay, what's next? This hasn't panned out, or maybe it does. Like, don't you want to prove yourself on a higher level or at least yeah. put the effort in? Especially, yeah. it's, it, I get it for like you know forty games into the season, it's so slow, and you know we're tired and we're we're getting into that that point in time where it's you know the games get harder. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be on the road or whatever, but no, it's we're like. Four games into the season, five games into the season. Right. I don't understand why you're just standing there. And and so that's frustrating to see. I, like, I want him to excel, especially importantly, they need now, him. And I mean, a couple of nights ago, H, he did have a 23-rebound game. I mean, he had he an 11. He had, he had, he had, yeah. I think he had 23 rebounds the other night. And so last night, he had 11 rebounds. And he's going to – he's going to – he's always been a rebounder. He's always been a guy who's clean yeah. glass. Yeah. But he's also been a guy who you have to involve him in the offense. Yeah. He's always been that kind of big. He's not one of those bigs that's just going to be a paint presence. He's not just going to be one of those bigs that's going to rim protect. No. Excuse me. You got to involve him in the offense. And if you do that, you're going to get more out of him. The problem that we have in H is that I got a big guy who's got a point guard who doesn't really know what he's doing. And he needs to get him involved. That's the only way he can get involved offensively. Yeah. If he can't get him, if, if, if he's got Rondo, I think we got. I think we're having a different conversation about Aiden right now. Right, right. If he's got a different point guard, but yeah. he's got a guy that's learning on the fly. Meanwhile, I'm trying to figure out, or I'm trying to prove to everybody that I can be a dominant big in this league, but I can't really do it right now because I'm working with a guy who's new. He yes. doesn't suck. No, he doesn't. 
It's just that we don't know who he is yet. Yeah. And it's kind of on my timeline. So still it doesn't onboarding. look good. <laughs> right. Still onboarding. He has to kind of get all the all <laughs> right. facts straight. And and right. I will say, like, is is as much as Scoot has has struggled, I think he is uh, the assist leader as far as the rookies go. And and I did see a couple lobs to Aiden. So like yep. they'll figure out their rhythm and everything, but oof, it's gonna be slow over there. It is, it it, it <laughs> is, it, it, it definitely is. And I'm not out on Aiden. I'm I'm, no. I'm not out on Aiden. I am from what I've seen over the first couple of games. I'm worried. I am because I'm thinking Aiden's yeah. one of those guys. He's got that kind of motor where if you don't involve him, you'll lose him. Yeah, you will, and that's not good. Not no. good at all. Mm -mm. No, no, and it's definitely not on all on his head either. Mm -hmm. It's just a it's a tricky situation. Um, all right, let's get to a couple of these super chats and then we'll move on to the LA Lakers. Mm -hmm. uh, Dropping dimes. <laughs> James Harden just said in an interview that he didn't come to LA to be a system player because he is the system, and Philly held him back. Thoughts? We did address this a little bit ago, but we can do it. Yeah, if he if if. if if he's the system, that means that those guys with the Clippers got to play off of him. That's what that means, that they're yeah. coming. So we got to inform Kawhi Leonard that the system just walked in the door. We got to <laughs> inform Paul George that the system just walked in the door, right? We got to let we got to let Russell Westbrook know, yo, this is the system right here. This is the guy who we're going to roll with, that this is what, this is what our offense is going to look like. Again, HB, HB and the Golden State Warriors fan, I know for a fact that you are absolutely loving this because yeah. the implosion is coming. At, yeah, some, at some point, this yeah. thing is going to go off the rails, and this is going to be a disaster. If this, is, if this is legit, and James Harden actually said that, if he really yeah. did say that, my goodness, man. I mean, it's not something hard to believe coming from Harden, but at the same time, I think Harden, like, I think he's a troll. Like, Katie is a troll. I think Harden, I think <laughs> oh, you Katie, get to a point. 100% Katie. Which I, I think it's funny. But, you know, you get to a point in the league, probably at, at a certain age, where you're like, dude, I'm so tired about people saying this and that. Like, I'm just going to spew out and just put out information. So, like, you have to take it all, you know, with a grain of salt, I guess. Yeah. But Harden, he's, he's built different, man. Um, Angie Carr. So I uh, just say a clip of, oh, yeah. So she's, you're kind of asking the same thing, Angie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude. It's, it's, I don't know what to believe, man. <laughs> I, I think know. it's, again, if you're a Laker fan, if you're yeah. if, if you a Laker fan, if you're a, if, if you a Boston Celtic fan, if you're a Denver fan, yeah. if you all, if, if you, if you're any of these teams fans, you are loving this right now because oh, yeah. this right here, the dissension amongst this team that's going to happen if this is true. You have to love it. That's that that that's the you know we 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 got singers here and we got this one dude that's walking in the door going well I'm the best singer out of everybody in here anyway so really are you sure about that? Yet he's never released an album like, ever. <laughs> and not only has he never released an album, H, the four groups that he was just with before he got with us yeah. flopped. They kicked him out. Yeah, garbage <laughs> flopped. And now he getting on and now he coming into our group and telling us that yo. I'm the man around here. Really? Okay. We'll see about that. Dude. Yeah, it's like the self-proclaimed like nickname. Like it's just come on. But it could work. It could work. We'll 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 wait it out before we get too crazy yeah. with it. Mm -hmm. Leaf, uh somebody gonna get strangled tonight. Chill. No BS. Chill. No, they're what, not. What's, what's I, 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 don't, I don't know what I don't know what Leaf's issue is. Leaf you know, Leaf, Leaf, yeah, <laughs> Leaf always Leaf always has issues. Somebody's gonna get strangled. So 
Okay, well, we'll mm -hmm. get to you guys. If there's a certain team, your team that you guys want us to address, mm -hmm. uh, just send us a super chat and we will tackle it for sure. But we are going to move on to LA. So I got to say this. Some of you guys might be surprised. Um, LeBron's been one of the best players in the league. He has been, Jay. I'm sorry. He he has been exceptional. And I, I watched this game last night where they were able to come back and, and win the game. And he was playing at such an elite level. It's, mm -hmm. it's LeBron James we know and love. Um, AD, that's a whole other story. He's been playing well. I'm not going to say he hasn't. He's been playing well. Mm -hmm. But you know what's been interesting to me? Um, in chat, you guys let me know if I'm way off. But they wanted to come into the season putting LeBron on, you know, minutes restriction. And they were hoping that this season, he wasn't going to have to carry such a heavy load. Um, they went out. They built this thing even stronger. You've got Austin Reeves coming back. You've got Rui coming back. you got D'Lo bringing Christian Wood. Um, and yet, for some reason, we've already seen two overtimes and another game where they barely slide by with a win. And mm -hmm. with an L.A. team that I think people were putting as – you know, favorites in the West or after Denver, maybe mm -hmm. second or third. This is a team that I see struggling. And I'm granted, they've played some very tough teams, so I'm not taking anything away from them. But LeBron isn't going to make it through the season doing what he's doing at this level. I think mm -hmm. I think he can. I think he would. I'm not saying it's, it's anything that he can't do, but I don't think he should have to, nor do I think they're going to be able to win a championship if if he's going to have to continue to carry. And so from your perspective, if I'm off, that's totally fine. Just let me know. Um, but what do you think's kind of been the problem? Are we not seeing the bench step up? And do you think LeBron is going to run into some trouble at this age in year 21 playing the amount of minutes at the level he's playing? Well, first of all, H, they had, what, three guys out of the lineup last night? Three of their main yeah. guys that they had. Yeah. Vanderbilt was out of the lineup. Uh, Rui was out of the lineup. Dorian right. Prince was out of the lineup last night. Um, yeah. So they, they had a number of different guys out of the lineup last night. Number two, what we're seeing from James, I, 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 I want to say that it's an anomaly, but we're talking about him carrying. Like Anthony Davis isn't 29 and 16. Like we're talking about, we're we, we, we talking about James carrying like Anthony Davis is not at the top of the league in rebounding in blocks. Like, like James is having to do all the work when in reality, no, he is not. But at what point in the game, why are they down 20 and LeBron's the one who has to come in and kick that kickstart them into winning these games? And like even if that's true, H, but that isn't that part of it. Isn't that part of it? At some point, you know, somebody's got to somebody's got to get us going. If you remember last year when you guys played against the Lakers, when Lonnie Walker comes off the bench, 100%. you know, somebody somebody's yeah. got to get it going at some point. And once somebody gets it going, okay, yeah. then that's the rest of us getting Malik it going. Right, and, right. So, yeah, somebody, somebody gets it going, and then the rest of us get it going because yeah. after James got going. Anthony Davis got going even more. And then now he's rim protecting more. Guys like Jackson Hayes are coming off the bench. Austin Reeves, money in the mid-range. I'm loving everything about him in the mid-range, being able to knock down open shots. With all of that being said, I have to I'm, – I'm, 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 I'm on this hill, and I'm not sure I can die on it when I say that. I can't keep using the excuse, H, that he's 38 and that he's getting old. I can't keep using it. I know that at some point he's going to break down. And I don't like the fact that he had to play 44 minutes last night. Right. I don't love that. No. But I also feel like James is just different than everybody else. 
Like he's not the conventional 38 year old. No. He's different. I'm yeah. watching, I'm watching Austin Reeves not throw him a lob to the rim like this. He's just like, go get it. And he goes and gets it where he's looking at the rim like this at 38 <laughs> years old. He's doing that. Yeah. So I have to accept the fact that this isn't just your conventional 38-year-old who's slowing down. Now, I will tell you this, H, throughout the course of this season, he's going to break down. And what I mean when I say break down, I don't think it's something detrimental, yeah, but I do think that I think that there's something yeah. where, yo, we have to be, and, and Darvin Ham was trying to do this, where we have to, we have to be very careful with his minutes. Right. We have to be very careful with his minutes and we got to monitor how fast and how much we're using him because we don't want to overuse him. But then you lose games. That's the problem. And 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 I, I I mean, they've already gone over his minutes. Like game one, I think they kind of held to it. And then every other game since then, LeBron's playing more because right. it's LeBron. Like it's LeBron James. And I don't know what like NBA age he's playing at, maybe like 30, 35 or something. Like LeBron is an anomaly and we have to yes. like. yes. I'm I'm harsh on like the Lakers themselves, but like LeBron has just been—he's so exciting to watch and just yeah. brings new and energy. But I guess I worry if they get to a point where maybe that two-week or month injury comes, which it will. It'll probably come for you know KD, Steph, all of them. Um, hopefully not. But hopefully I, not. Hopefully yeah. Not. I guess I'm just looking at which of these guys are going to rise to that occasion and take that leap. And you, you're talking about Austin Reeves. In my mm -hmm. opinion, he hasn't looked like we expected him to look. Maybe right. it's just taking him time. He hasn't been great. AD's right. been great. LeBron's mm -hmm. been great. And, but everybody else will come. And they're still new. A lot of, you know, Gabe Vincent, D'Lo. I think D'Lo had a good game last night. And yes, he, he was really good. He was yeah, really good yeah. last night. Yes, After he was. After people were talk really talking good. about him, you now, know, so, Yeah. Well, well, here's the thing, and I want you to finish what you're saying, H. I, no, no, I, no, I, no. I want you to finish what you're saying. But when you got a guy like Anthony Davis, I think the demand on him, like what, I, what I've seen from him, his ability to score, his ability to rebound. Yeah. I think the demand on him should be in different spaces. I know I don't have to ask him to rebound. No. He's going to do that. I don't have to ask him to rim protect. He's going to do that. But when we get into the meat and potatoes of the game, like we did last night, mm -hmm. where the Clippers have Bones Highland, Russell Westbrook, look, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and who was the fifth guy? And, and oh, Norman, Norman Powell. Powell on the floor. And yeah. Anthony Davis is in the dunker spot. That's yeah. the problem. <laughs> okay, no. Jay, what, talk to me about Darvin Ham. I'm seeing – I uh, Seven asked me this when we joined for a little collab on the Lake Lakerland show, but – what do you think of Darvin Ham? Does he know how to use these guys right? I mean, I'm, he's a coach. I, I respect him so much. Not that I would know any better, but do you think there's things maybe he's struggling with in, in these lineups? Well, I think one of the main things that we have to remember with coaches is you're only as good as your staff. And I yeah. think that with Darvin Ham, I don't think that he trusts his staff enough because they though. can't they we, get like the, the best coaching? Well, like, we, we know we know for a fact James is coming out of the game. No matter how good James is playing, he's coming out of the game in the first quarter with five and a half minutes on the clock. Right, right. That's, he's, he's coming out of the game. Yeah. He's going back in the game with about seven minutes on the clock in the second quarter. Yeah. Anthony Davis is coming off the floor with two minutes left in the first. Yep. And then he's going back in the game. I'm, I'm sorry, he's coming out of the game with about six minutes in the second quarter. And then he's going back in the game with two minutes. Yep. This is no, no, regardless of whatever. This, the scene of the game is, this is Darvin Ham's rotations. This is what he's doing. With that being said, right, 
With that being said, you have to adjust to the game. That's where your assistants come in, and that's where you have to trust them. I understand that you, as a coach, you have the final say-so. You do have the final say-so. But when a coach tells you, yo, let's stick with this group, and it's working, you got to trust your coaching staff. There's a reason why Phil Jackson was as good as he was, because X and O's was Tex winners. He trusted Tex winners with the X and O's. With him trusting Tex winners with the X and O's, it worked. He trusted his other guys with the, with the rotations. Stick with this group, right? You stick with this group, and we're going to keep rolling. When you do that, you become a good, you become a better coaching staff as opposed to it's just going to be my way, do it my way, do it my way. These guys are bringing good they, they, they bring a good intel to him. It's just yeah. a matter of him implementing it. And when I see Anthony Davis with that five on the floor and James shooting threes, when Anthony Davis in the dunker spot, why is Anthony Davis in the dunker spot? H, we're, we're, we're four minutes. That game shouldn't have gone in overtime. No, no, it should not have gone in overtime. Great. Anthony Davis, the last three or four minutes of the game, we should not shoot a shot till he touches it in the post. That's how they beat Houston in the bubble in 2020. That small lineup that they had where Frank Vogel was going to Anthony Davis and the play had P.J. Tucker on him. I'm in the mid post and I'm in the post. That's where I'm going. That's where we're going to be for the end of the night. Yeah. That's where it's going to be. This is where this is this is who's going to close our game tonight. And what happens when you do that, H, is that develops confidence. That develops not just confidence from Anthony Davis. It develops confidence from the rest of the crew. That's where we're going. Yeah. That's where we're going. End it. James got us this far. Big fella. End it. And that's what you're looking for when you got a guy like Anthony Davis, who's that talented, right? He should not be in the dunker spot. We should be going to him more in the meat and potatoes of the games and to end games and make him do that, H. This is not a situation where, well, we're not sure if he can carry. Make him do it. If he fails, get up. Make him do it again. Prime example, we talk, you and I were talking about Jason Tatum. When Jason Tatum was in the NBA Finals and he's putting his head down after he can't get past uh, Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. Young fella, pick your head up. We're not yeah. going to stop coming to you. Just yeah. so you know, we're going to keep coming to you. So you got to get with the program. Same logic with Anthony Davis. Big fella, if you turn the basketball over, so what? If you miss a shot, so what? We're going to keep coming to you, especially in the meat and potatoes of games. But that's not something that you can coach. I mean, you can you can keep referring to, but that's something that comes from internally, right? That's something mm -hmm. that you have to do yourself, and that's all about mindset and mentality. Um, but at least having some consistency as far as like knowing that he that's what he's going to do day in and day out um maybe that's something that needs to be communicated to him I, I don't know but the Lakers I'm just gonna say this um LeBron is on his A game he's playing great I have yes. no worries about what he's going to bring yes. to the table ever um so I want to give him like that respect for sure yeah. but I do worry about this Laker team I'm just not gonna cool. say um as far as chemistry goes and these lineups and maybe even Darvin Ham. I don't know. I've got mm -hmm. some questions. So um, we shall see on that end. We've got uh, a super chat from Jerome Henderson. Oops. Um, I'm not a fan of either team, but I think the Clippers should have took the Nets idea and jumped ship while they could. Clips have no first until 2030. Which means this thing has to work. It has to. But the thing is, like, like you already said, Jay. Half these guys, half these guys are probably gone after next year, right? I don't think you're I don't think you're not Kawhi back. You're not bringing Paul George back. Maybe I think I, I I I don't think Leonard is in the league in two years because I don't think yeah. his body's going to hold up. Right. Um, Paul George, I don't think he's a shell of himself. Paul George still has 
Yeah, he, he still good. has the goods. I mean, <laughs> yeah. he still has the goods. Which, by the way, nobody talks about the fact that he didn't get going until AD went out of the game. Because mm-hmm. when AD was covering him, he yeah. actually did a really good job on him. Yeah. When he when AD went out of the game, right? When AD went out of the game, then Paul George got going. Paul George got going, and once he gets going, there's really not much that you can do about that, right? No, there's really not much that you can do about that. And then it just it it just it just is what it is. But Leonard, not, I don't think Leonard's going to be around in two years. You heard him say, you heard him, H, when he told us that there aren't any, there is no mandate that's going to make me play the amount of games that, that that's yeah. necessary to play. And the reason why is because. He knows his body. He knows. Right. Yeah. Like there's nothing, you can't defeat, you know, nature. Like that's just what his body is capable of doing. Nothing you can do about it. Right. So, yeah. So, I mean, I respect it. And, and I, lo- like I said, Man, these guys can hoop. Seeing PG out there, seeing Kawhi, like, it, mm-hmm. oh man, it feels good. But it's like, are we gonna get twenty games into the season and then it's just gonna be Russ and Harden out there? Yeah. Like, what is that gonna? Like? I don't know. We'll see. Oh man, uh, this is their third stint too, by the way. H. I mean, the first time they were together, this was in Oklahoma City, yep. and when we get them in Houston, where they're way further down the line, they're they're stars in their own right, and then now. We're on the other side of it. I mean, yeah, how, many more, yeah. how many more years? Russ is 35. How many more years is Russ going to be around? I don't think Russ is going to be around in, in, in three or four more years. No, Russ's no. game is predicated on athleticism and flight. And when Russ can't run as fast as he used to and he can't hop as much as he used to, That's it's not going to be the same, right? So this thing with the, with the Clippers have right now, they've pushed all their chips to the front of the table. I mean, I respect it in a way. It's like one Hail Mary. It's like one last Hail Mary to see if we can, especially like, it's got to be you got to have something for this new um arena that's opening up i guess right. go all in but man like you're putting pushing all your chips forward and hoping that this thing works out so we'll see uh john thank you for the super chat uh mm-hmm. Kawhi was trash in second half pg13 kept him alive i mean that's just not true no he wasn't trash is crazy. no he was not he was not trash in the second half i don't know where you getting that from pg was scoring for sure right. like he was not scoring him but right leonard was not trash in the defense. second half no he wasn't that is just not true at all no, he wasn't in, in the second half and 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 in the overtime. No, he wasn't. He was not trash. He wasn't. He wasn't as good in the fourth, but he he did pick it up in the in the in the in the overtime. I I think that I think that a lot of people what they what they what they completely leave out is if you're not making threes, then you yeah. suck. Well, wait a minute. That's not just Kawhi Leonard's game. He does a whole bunch of other things except shoot the long ball. And a lot of people that I listen to say the same thing that. Yo, you suck if you're not making threes. Like everybody that, if you're not making threes, they suck. That's not what basketball is. Basketball no. is way more than just shooting a long ball. Way more than that. We're just addicted to to three point shooters. But like I always say, I, I love anyone can play defense. Like whew, that's a beautiful thing. Um, yeah. Aramis, what's good? Uh, Ingramot again. Yes, went from sore knee to knee tendonitis. Zion is out for the rest. Uh, but at least we have made a 22-point comeback against OKC last night. And at this point, us Pelicans fans are just tired of this rest in there. Of course. Yes. Of course you are, Aramis. And I understand that. I absolutely understand that. I understand that they're trying to preserve Zion. But I've always felt like the mentality, if you think you're going to get hurt, you're going to get hurt. So if I'm playing like that, more than likely I'm going to get hurt. There's no reason for Zion to not be playing. No reason. For him not to be playing. We're five games into the season. Why is this dude not on the floor? I understand the, no- the notion of tendonitis. I understand the notion of knick-knack injuries. 
tendonitis, it, it, it tendonitis is 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 basically like not arthritis, but it's 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 an inflammation of your joints. Yes. That's all. That, that's basically what it is. And if you need to rest, that's what off days are for. But if I'm able to run, if I'm able to run ice, ibuprofens, things like that, if it's not something that's structurally damaging and it's not going to get worse, H, why am I sitting? Why why, why am I not at work? I've, I've, I stand by the logic. You can't come to work only when you feel like it. That's not the way things work. No. I, just, I agree with you 100%. It's like, okay, ten, like that's a real thing. I, I, I get it. I have had friends who've had it pretty badly. So I understand. But at the same time, isn't it true that the more you rest, the more likely you are to get injured? Isn't that yeah. just common sense? So like, yeah, yeah it's been on. I'm done, dude. Like, I, man, I've been, I've stood up for him so many times and I'm just at a point, Aramis, where I'm just like, I can't do it anymore. And I don't know if this is coming directly from players. Um, like we, when we had Daz on, he was kind of like sharing a little bit about how like this is like this is how the Pels operate a bit. And they they like to keep their players out for much longer periods of time. But it's like, dude, you guys have to make something work here because then then you just got Zion back and you're going to put more pressure on him. Like, why can't we just see a fully healthy Pels team? That's all right. I want to see. Alvarado, BI, CJ, because when you have all the pieces there, you guys have a real shot at doing something big. But until you do that, I just don't want to see it. I I don't. don't I'm over it. Uh, Bob, thanks for the super chat. Yep. Uh, That Paul George trade in 2019 might go down as one of the worst if Clippers don't win. Clips gave up SGA, Jalen Williams, Trey Mann. It was a big risk. It's kind of like what happened with Brooklyn when 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 they when they gave up. when they, when they ended up giving up all those first round picks for <laughs> Kevin Garnett and, and, and Paul Pierce and Jason yeah, Terry, and, and they ended up those those first round picks ended up being Marcus Smart, Jalen and, and Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum. I know, I know that that's nasty, but hey, yeah, yeah it's something <laughs> I you gotta live with. I mean, the thing is, like, we can always look back and and say that now, but when you're in that position, when you're in crunch time, when you're trying to make these decisions, mm-hmm. you, you never know. It's things are. Things are risky for sure, yeah. but um, so valid. Aramis, we just uh, see LeBron in year stretches, and uh, he's still playing as much as he actually can win, and sometimes even when injured. Zion and BR are just frustrating. We just want them uh, to love the game the way we love our game, and 100%. Like, you're seeing LeBron James out here pushing through probably – crazy soreness like the older you get the more pain you feel um back pain you know but you gotta you gotta push through it especially for your fan base like fans are gonna start just looking out here's the thing here's the thing h what i don't want you to do is i don't want you to have anything that's going to ultimately make your injuries debilitating i don't want to do that where at some point you can't walk but if you have things that are manageable if you have things that like knickknack injuries where y'all got a sore foot, that's not going to get worse, right? I got a sore back, that's not going to get worse, right? I got a sore elbow that I can just ice. I got my hand hurts or I got a headache, stuff like that. Stuff that's not going to get worse where the no, there aren't any broken bones, there aren't any torn ligaments, and these things aren't going to get worse. I'm not saying that you owe it to the fans. I want to take that off the table for a second. I'm not saying that you owe it to the fans. What you do, though, is you owe it to you. You owe it to you to go out there. You owe it to you. If you can, I'm not telling you to go if you can't go. I'm not telling you to do that. But what I am saying, though, is if you can go, 
Why are you not going? What's the problem? Why aren't you playing? I can't just show up to work when I feel good. I can't just show up to work when I feel like showing up to work. No, I can't do that. I have to show up to work when I got a headache. I got to show up to work when my back is hurting. I got to show up to work when I don't feel like being here. I got to do that because that's me. That's part of the job. And yeah. when you, and I, I'm not, and, and again, H, I want to be clear. I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not pocket watching. I'm not in any, yo, you make all this money. I don't care about that. The reason why I don't care about that is because I can't put a price tag on how your body feels. But if you are good, at, are you, you feel good enough to go. If there's something that's manageable, you should be, you should be at work. There's no reason to be at, there's no reason for you not to be at work. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, Jay, I'm going to read this and then give me one second. Mellow. Yeah. DeMar DeRozan passed Larry Bird last night. Mine might end up having, uh, might end up top 25 in scoring. Don't need a three-point shot to score points like that either. Just so you know, H, at the end of this season, he's going to pass Clyde Drexler. And he's not only is he going to pass Clyde Drexler, I think that Havlicek, Jerry West, I think Havlicek, Jerry West, Jordan, in terms of guards, Bryant, I think those are the only guards that are going to be ahead of him in terms of scoring. So when we're talking about a guy in terms of getting buckets, being a scorer like that, it's hard. I, I, I think by the end of his career, he's going to be over 25,000 points by the end of his career. The question is, is, well, is DeMar DeRozan a Hall of Famer? Well, here's the problem that we have in H. I, and, and you know me, H. You know how, how serious I take being a being an all pro, excuse me. And I, and I, and I take, and, and, and I take being an all pro very seriously. And with DeMar DeRozan only with DeMar DeRozan, with DeMar DeRozan only being a three-time all pro in 15 years, man, 15 years, you only made the all pro team three times. That's it. That's not elite age. That's once every five years. Right? That's once every five years you've been an all pro. Now, I, 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 I think that I think that you are or were elite for your time, but I think that the basketball hall of fame needs to be changed to the pro basketball hall. Or or I take that back. I think the basketball hall of fame needs to be separated from the pro basketball hall of fame. Because yeah, the because because basketball is the only sport that doesn't have a professional hall of fame. There's a pro baseball hall of fame. There's a pro football hall of fame and there's a pro hockey hall of fame. There is not, there is not a pro basketball hall of fame. And I don't know why. Yeah, I agree. There's different tiers and yeah, I mean, it's still obviously massive, a massive accomplishment, but yeah, we got to put it, put it into perspective as well. Um, John hit us with another super chat. <laughs> Can we agree? Claw one, PG two, James Harden three, Russ four option. Um, okay. So we got, why PG Harden Russ? Dang, I just feel like that's mad disrespectful. I, I guess you could say, like, for me, over um, just in general, sure. But on this unit, who's to say James Harden's gonna fit in any better? Like, Russ has been, I feel like Russ has been playing his role exceptionally well. Obviously, yeah. the turnovers have been, you know, that, but that's just who he is. That's part of his game. Like, right. do you think James Harden is gonna come in and make this team better? Like, far better? Depending on how they use him, H. If if you put him at if you put him at the two, and you keep Russ at the one, put him at the two, put Leonard at the three, put Paul George at the four, 
Zubak at the five, and then you can mix up your lineups, lineups as you go. But start with that. I don't hate it. I yeah. don't because I've seen James Harden play the two guard spot, even though the last decade or so he's played with the basketball. The last decade or so he's 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 played majority of the time he's played with the ball. So because of that, he's gonna it's, it's gonna be an adjustment. It's gonna be an adjustment, and to give Russ that kind to give Russ those kind of weapons. It's like a quarterback H that's now you got this wide receiver and you got that wide receiver and you got this yeah. tight end. And the question is, is, can Russ take care of the football? Can Russ do that? That's the million dollar question. If you put Russ in that kind of position. I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. We'll have to see. This comment made me laugh. <laughs> he said, we can't have people like Jalen Brown making it into the Hall of Fame. That's Actually, you can. <laughs> and, and you will. Watch. We already have lots of Jalen Browns in the Hall of Fame, don't we? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Jay. Well, this is a selfish topic, but I want to get your take on it. Um, I feel like my Warriors have played the Kings like a hundred times already this season. Um, mm-hmm. But we had a game last night. We were able to, obviously, with like a point two seconds on the clock, Clay was able to take a great shot. He didn't force up a three. He took Love up that. a beautiful mm-hmm. mid-range shot, knocked mm-hmm. it down, won the game. Um, with this Chris Paul experiment that everybody has been so, you know, on off about, including myself, including, especially myself. <laughs> um, it seems to be working Jay. Like the warriors look fantastic. Draymond mm-hmm. came out last night. People were picking this apart, but he basically said our chemistry this year is incredible. Guys are mm-hmm. actually excited to come to work, show up and, and be together versus last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I guess from what you've seen from Golden State, what have you thought about them? Uh, same with the Kings. We can kind of mm-hmm. talk about them in tandem since they've played each other so many times. But yeah. thoughts on both of those teams so far? Well, 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 the thing that is intriguing about Chris Paul is him getting on a crew that's already established. So yeah. you being the Mufasa of the crews that you were already on, you don't have to do that here. Yeah. All you have to do is play a specific role. And what Chris Paul does with the Golden State Warriors, he gives them a dynamic that they didn't have in the past, which is another distributor, right, and another pace guy where he can speed them up, slow them down. He also gives you guys another floor spacer, a guy who can open up the offense. The difference now is, H, is that I think that you might have gotten him a year or two too late because I don't know how much longer he's going to hold up. Now, maybe the Warriors, because they have so much, who I'm not going to count out, Maybe they can preserve him, right? Maybe they can preserve him, and maybe they can sit. Maybe they can make make it so where he doesn't break down. Because as long as Clay is on the floor, as long as Step is on the floor, as long as Dre is on the floor, Wiggins, the guys like Looney, they keep other guys fresh, yeah. like Chris Paul, yeah. where we give you an opportunity to just be you and not have to do too much because you got these guys, yeah, right. You got these guys that do what they do. And a guy like Clay Thompson, who still shooting the basketball with the best of them this season, still knocking down the long ball with the best of them. We already know who who Steph Curry is at 35 years old. I still think that Steph got another year, two more years at this level before he starts to slow down. He's still fantastic. With Chris Paul in the mix and him giving you that dynamic of a guy who can speed the game up and slow the game down for you guys and give you the floor leader, I think that in terms of matchups, if you guys can avoid certain teams, like the Lakers, for example, I think you got just as good a shot in the Western Conference as anybody else. 
As far as Sacramento, I understand, H, that you could get sick of seeing somebody. I mean, I think your last 17 games, you've played the you played the Kings 12 times. 12 or 13, something like that. Like 12 yeah, or 13 no, I, times. I love them. I, I do. I, it's a, they're a special team. They were they're kind of like a younger mirror image of the Warriors. Like they get each other, they're very similar. Um, right. but no, I agree with you. Like the way Steve Kerr, you know, has his rotations, yes, he keeps players fresh. Um but you know, it's so funny. Like I, I just wonder what goes on in Chris's head. Sometimes I see him uh, go to the bench after playing, you know, five minutes or something, mm-hmm. and I just see him watching like Steph. And I, I, I wonder what it's like to be on that side, like just peering in. But like, you're on the team watching this greatness, somebody that you've competed against for so long, and just getting to watch it in action. And I just have to say, I think he's fit in seamlessly. Um, he's been fantastic and he's just seemed so positive and, and, um, no complaints. He came off the bench and, and there was not an issue with that. Um, and so, yeah, it's just a matter of holding up, but overall though, like what Draymond said, like the chemistry has been fantastic all the way from Steph, Chris, Paul, Draymond, all the way down to, you know, our newest rookie, they've all been so fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, um, if I can, if, if I can really quickly, uh, yeah. this guy in the, in, in the comments, Benny Blanco, I don't mean get Chris Paul two years ago. I'm talking about the two years ago, Chris Paul, getting him on your crew now. That's what I mean. Pay attention, please. (laughs) I'm not meaning two years ago when they won the NBA championship. No, I'm talking about the two years too late. That that guy two years ago who had just come up from being in the NBA finals, if you could have gotten that guy, that's something different. So how about you pay attention instead of being a troll? How about that? Yeah, I don't know. And our man Seven's in the chat. I will read this really quick. Hey, yep. Lindo G, how did Harden get his way and Lillard didn't? Can y'all catch, uh, can y'all break that down? That okay. Seven? First and foremost, understand that when these guys ask, understand that when these guys ask to be traded, when these guys ask to be traded, it has to work out not just for them. Yeah. H, you can't just say in Portland, yo, I want to go play for the New Orleans Pelicans. Mm-hmm. And Portland goes, all right, we're sending you to New Orleans. Well, wait a minute. It has to work for us in order for us to send you there. So <clears throat> so when Dame comes out and says that I want to be traded, but I only want to play for the Miami Heat, does that work for the does that work for the Portland Trailblazers? Not when the Miami Heat is, is sending back a bucket of extra crispy and a six-pack. No, we're not doing that. And on top of that, then they're on top on top of that, right? On on top of that, on top of that, with the Clippers being who they are and the Clippers giving up what they gave up, draft picks, players, it worked out for both parties. It wasn't like they just handed them over. And is James Harden worth more than what the Clippers were – not the Clippers, I'm sorry, what Philadelphia was going to sign him to? Like, Let's just say for the sake of argument they get to the Eastern Conference Finals and they end up signing James Harden to a four-year deal for 160. How you feel about James Harden on your books at 38 years old at 40 million dollars? How you liking that? Blue in the house. Stuck in the grind. I am the damn grind. Welcome back. Andrew, Andrew G, you are not on my helmet, my man. In fact, you're not on my level. Yeah, you're not. You're not on my helmet. You're not on my level. You're not on anything. Nobody around. The only reason why anybody pays attention to you because you're a troll and I shout you out. That's it. I don't nobody care about you, B. And you already came in here and I roasted you. I don't wow. know if you remember that. You came in here and I destroyed you. So I walked, 
you're not on my helmet. No, you, you are not. You're never on my helmet. So you can laugh all you want. I think we're done Max, here. We're done here. We're done here. Fluent. What are we talking about? Are we talking about um Harden? H H H asked the H asked the question of uh how did how did James Harden end up getting what he wanted, but Dame didn't get what he wanted. And yeah. I was basically saying that when you get traded, smart GMs, it's gotta work out for everybody. It's not just something that's just gonna work out for you. So the reason why Kevin Durant was traded to Phoenix is because this deal worked for Brooklyn too. If Minnesota call, if, if if they called up Minnesota and Minnesota gave them a better package, Kevin Durant would have been in Minnesota. If 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 Portland called and they gave them a better package, Kevin Durant asked would have been in Portland. But it just so happened that he asked to go to Phoenix. Phoenix gave them the package that they wanted. If they didn't, Kevin Durant would not have been in Phoenix. No. But we're but we're talking about specifically Dwayne uh, uh, James Harden though, right? Yes, we are. Yeah. Okay, okay. Like, why does he continue to get what he wants versus okay. so, uh, Well, let's talk about this one in particular. So this one in particular, right? Because I told you, after this contract, he's out of the league. You think he's over, Tom? No one, no one, no one is signing James Harden because he hasn't been there half a day, and he's already talking about beef with his teammates. Yeah, he came out now and said, "Well, let me explain." No, that's your PR guy telling you to fix it. <laughs> so the only reason, the only reason he's he made it to the Buffalo Braves, okay? Yes, I was Amish for Halloween. Okay, it's it's coming back in. Okay, okay. Anyways, let's get that out of the way. So James Harden is there because Philly wanted to trade him, and Buffalo wanted him. Not only was it Buffalo that wanted him, they're the only team that wanted him. So they were competing against no one. Philadelphia, Daryl Morey said, "Hey, listen." I'll keep him. I'll just let him sit on the sideline doing nothing unless we come to a, an agreement that's fair. The difference between that and Dame is that Miami wanted him, but they wanted him at their price. Mm -hmm. Portland wanted to trade him, but they wanted to trade him at their price. Right. And, and those two sides were just like, we're not helping anybody out. Whereas in this particular case, the Clippers said, hey, we got some... The Clippers were always very deep, right? That was... Almost the issue with the I, I called oh I called them by the wrong name my bad that's the issue with the Braves is that they were a deep team whose two superstars weren't ever you know healthy together long enough to to create a cohesive unit so they had pieces but they knew like when you look at that roster you knew there, there's too many mouths to feed we gotta thin it out and that's what they did so that's why I think that trade happened versus the Dame deal not being able to happen it's because the two sides were both reasonable. And they both wanted what the other one was offering. Let's be clear. Philadelphia is not done. They wanted those specific assets because they wanted the draft picks. They wanted the cap space. And they wanted those couple of those players because they're going to make a move. They're like, okay, we're okay with Maxi. Man, Maxi should play the Raptors, by the way, every single night. He destroys that. Like, I mean, for seasons, anytime he sees the Raptors, his eyes light up and he goes for 30 plus. But they've got, we're happy with Maxi. We're happy with Embiid, right? Now, who's that other piece that we need? We now have the assets to go out and get it. Because you know what's going to happen. There's going to be a team, right, that underachieves expectations and come trade deadline. Fine, okay, let's, let's make a move. And they'll they're going to be ready to pounce on that. So don't don't be surprised if Maury's already not making calls and seeing, hey, who aren't you happy with, right? Like, yeah. is it a Siakam? Is it a 
you know, a, a, a Halliburton? Is it a, there's going to be one of those teams that just mm-hmm. Washington, you know, everybody on Washington is probably saying, Hey, uh, you know, if, if pool's just going to shoot 50 times. Let me out of here. I do. Yeah. I do like him throwing a, off the backboard uh, alley-oop to Kuzma when they're down by like 20 something yeah. points. <laughs> it's so like, Good oh, job. After that. Get clothes on. Tony, if, if, if if the if the Portland Trailblazers, if Miami gives Portland what they want, Dame is in Miami. No yeah. questions asked. If they give if, if they give if they give Miami, if yeah. Miami gives Portland what they want, he's there. That's why if this trade, if that that's why when you act, you can ask to be traded somewhere. Sure. But it has to work out. Sure. We'll we'll, we'll accommodate you if it works for us. Absolutely. I just but if that it doesn't. I just hate that, like, for example, like Kyrie, I don't think Dallas was his dream destination. He would have rather gone to LA or something. I just, it's frustrating because Harden is somebody that continues to force his way out of these things and continues to get his way. And it's just like, uh, well, it's, it's hey, understand that, understand that like the Philadelphia it. situation was a little bit different. Number one, I don't think he ever wanted to go to Brooklyn. I want to start there. I think he got talked into the whole Brooklyn thing. Yeah, I don't think he ever. I don't think he ever. No, wanted to go we're to not Brooklyn. letting him off, though, Jay. That's no, but I don't think. I don't think Brooklyn. Yeah, I don't think Brooklyn was his destination of choice. And yeah, then I don't think he wanted to go there. And let's be honest. I don't even think Philadelphia was his destination of t- choice. It was Maury who said, "Hey, this is where we are in your career. I'm gonna." Because don't forget, that's why he called him a liar. That's why he called him a liar. Yeah, that's why he called him a liar because he said, "Come to Philly." Come on this, you know, team-friendly deal. Then I'm going to take care of you. You're my guy. You see how I treated you in Houston. We got a problem in Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. and you you don't want to be in, in Brooklyn. It's a win-win both. You know, it'll it'll work. So come over here. Well, once he got there, he did what he always does, and then they were like, oh, we're not paying you to do that. Right. And that's where the whole liar thing came in, and that's when he wanted out. And then the Clipper thing, okay, the Clipper thing, he did get what he wanted, but like I said, did you hear any other team Saying we'd be interested, like even did you hear a fan base saying, "Yeah, we want Harden"? No, that's that's why I don't think he's in the league much longer. Is because other than the Braves, I don't think anybody wants him. Ugh. Yeah. Mm. So uh, we didn't actually talk about kind of this aspect, but really quick, did you hear Harden come out and say, um, "I'm not a system player; I am the system." So we kind of tackled that already, um, and. <laughs> Uh, pretty oh, much I really hope I, I really good. before you before you even get into this tone, all I'm gonna say is I really hope he didn't say that. Oh, yeah, I, believe, I believe I believe he did, and it's a bold faced lie because the only reason the only reason he is where he is is because he was in the Mike D'Antoni system <laughs> that allowed him to play seven second offense, jack a three, or go or go dunk. That's or layup, I guess. In his case, he doesn't dunk. Oh no, he dunks. He dunks. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um, and that's and that's what inflated his stats. That's what inflated Steve Nash. That's what inflated, uh, you know, no, I'm not saying they're bad players. I'm just saying statistically they got a boost playing in that type of os- offense. And just for the record, sorry, I, I need to address Benny, Benny, Benny Blanco over here. Blanco, I guess blank is the amount of knowledge. Um, <laughs> I, said, I said that passing as an, is a skill that can be improved on by practice and it can be learned. Jokic has a combination of naturally gifted ability plus what is going on in your house there's like ghosts back there i see something Uh, i got the windows open it's nice out it's not 90 it's not it's not it's it's not it's not it's not 90 degrees anymore like i got the i got the windows open right it's nice out i I got a breeze going on so i got the windows open so i'm good 
So that that that's what it is. That, that, um, that's, that's definitely what it is. Anyway, right, like you were saying. Um, so so yeah. So he's 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 not the system. He's he 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 is literally the definition of a system, right? It's it's I play in this system, and that's why I was so successful. It was a perfect match. Don't get me wrong. The way he plays. His skill set and that system were a perfect match. Let's let's not confuse that. Um, H, do me a favor, get Benny Blanco out of here, y'all. No, get no, leave, no leave, get, leave, get him out of here, man. No, leave, I, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good on these people, man. I am. I, I, I just am, bro. I, I am. I'm good on these people, man. They they stay so corny. They won't when we invite them up. They don't come up here. Shout but then they'll, they, but but then they'll just then they'll just sit in the chat and say stupid stuff like this all night. They, they, they'll just say stuff like this. Yeah, you got two cool. choices. You got, you, got, you, you got two choices. Either come up here, either come up here, or beat it. That's it. Because what you're not going to do is, you're not just going to stand in the crowd and scream all night. That's people, not, that's people, not, that's um, not Betty Blanco, either, I'm either going come to- up here, People listen to what they want to. People listen to what they want. skills are goofy. Betty Blanco, I am putting the link in the chat only for you. Uh, you're welcome to come up and share. Uh, Please. He said he's gone. He, he, he said he's gone. Don't worry. He said either he's come gone. up, either come up here or bounce. That's it. Yeah, come on up. Right. Um, Do not stand in the crowd and just run your mouth and yeah, you suck. And no, that's goofy. I'm not. I'm not. In, I'm, I'm not interested in that. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, don't let it get to you. I don't. I. I. I don't. I just. I, I think it's. I think it's so cowardly to just sit in the crowd and just you suck and come on, but man. Bots. That's their I, I know what I, I know what hecklers are, and I and I got no pro I got no problem with hecklers, right? I got I got no problem with hecklers, but it's it's kind of corny that you would sit in the crowd and do that, but then when you're actually challenged to actually make to, to actually make your point, why do I suck? And actually brought in front of the congregation to tell everybody you you straight you, you straight bounce. You 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 dip into the crowd like you the dude and you the dude in the back of the cafeteria throwing milk cartons and telling jokes. But when you ask to come to the front, we're gonna bring him up. Yeah, come on up here, Mr. Benny Blanco. Uh, Benny, you gotta have your camera on though, because we just we we don't want to have any. Bring bring Mr. Benny Blanco up here. If you can, um, try to get that camera on. Uh, but then we'll have you come up. Bring 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 Benny Blanco up here. Okay. Nobody nobody nobody. Hey, thank you for you know safe travels. Nothing. Nobody. I, I think he's gonna go get his camera uh, fixed. But real quick, I'll read these super chats. Um, yeah, let's do, for me, super, let's do some super super duper chats. Mm-hmm. H, who was your favorite player growing up and now? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, isn't that, isn't that the same thing? Now, I mean, stuff, and it's kind of always no tone. So um, but LeBron for sure. I mean, LeBron's like my all-time favorite player. Even though I do criticize him, people don't think I'm a real LeBron fan. He is my go. I just think that we still have to criticize. But like Steph is the player I'm most loyal to for sure. And Dame, Dame, I watch. I mean, I went to more Blazer games than any other. This is my favorite player right here. Okay, wow. I'm surprised it's not Kobe. H, H, you know why he got that? Why? Because because Fluent Junior gave it to him. That's why. Oh. Yeah, that's he not because that's his act. Yeah, that's because Fluent Junior gave it. Yeah, because Fluent Junior gave it to him. It has not for oh. no other reason. Yeah, Fluent Junior gave it to him. Give me a break. Uh, Rolo five five five. Clippers always been cursed since Buffalo days. I wonder why. I'm, I, I, I wonder what what the problem is with the Clippers because the Clippers at the end of the day are going to clip. That's just who they are. And I what what I want to do a what I want to do tone. I said this to H. Tone, what happens if this thing actually works? It won't. 
won't. It won't. What happens if it does, Tone? Where, where, didn't you major in history? I did. Yes, I did. And what is something that you learn historically? <laughs> history repeats itself. That's what I said. That's exactly what I said. Yeah, gonna the work. more, the more gonna things work. change, the more they stay the same. Yeah. Yeah, it's the not things change, the more they stay the same. And it's, and it's sad that it's not going to work because you have guys like Kawhi Leonard, who's a great player, but just, hey, bad knees, and he's just, there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing that you can uh, do about it. So, yeah, sadly. Um, Tank, hit us with the can we mention the in season tournament? Which can you guys kind of explain? Like, I saw the courts come out and I'm hearing all this hype. What the heck is this about? And our players, we're, we're already low managing people, tune it like three days into the season. What are we supposed to do? I was actually, I was actually gonna ask Tone to explain the in season tournament to me because I don't yeah. get it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how it, it. I, I really don't know how it works, man. I'm, I guess I'm trying to. Right. I'm, I'm I'm trying to make sense of how this whole thing. Right. I'm, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out how this whole thing works, man. And I, I, I know that I think the last uh, I, I think the last like four teams go to Vegas to play yeah. for, to play for so, the, cup. So all the teams, all the teams. Yeah, they, they've been put into into divisions. Right. And there's going to be certain regular season games that count as tournament games. Mm-hmm. And so those games, you know, primetime games, whatever they are. Uh, and you can pull up which games they are. I think it starts soon tomorrow. I think the first game is, if memory serves me correct, something soon. Um, and those guys play. And they and as they play in their in their tournament, I believe they get seated. And then there's elimination games. So that's kind of like the round two. So let's say there's, I don't know, eight teams, however many, 16 teams. Mm-hmm. They'll play a regular season game that counts toward the tournament. They'll all be eliminated like a like a tournament style, like one game and you know you're out. And then the final four will play an additional uh, possible one or two games in Vegas. And I say one or two because they'll be seated one place four, two place three. Right. The winner of one and four goes on to the final. The other, the loser, sorry, yeah, one and four. The winner goes to the final. The loser's out. Right. And then the winner of two and three plays the winner of one and four mm-hmm. for the tournament championship. So so there's two teams that'll play 84 games. Two teams that'll play 83 games and the rest of the league plays 82 games. Mm. So are these are these games all is every game for the tournament played in Vegas, or are these just like no, 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 matchups regular, that are counting as regular, tournament games? They're just regular season games that count as tournament oh. games, and then the, the with the exception of the one or two games you play in Vegas, those are right. kind of outside of the regular okay. so right. that's kind of right. I kind of like that if their games already playing it gives them a little bit yeah, of incentive to incentive. Yeah, it's, an, it's listen everything they're doing the 65 game minimum to win awards this in-season tournament it yeah. it was in a, a a hope a hope to get them to play um more games but what you're seeing is Oh, I'm injured. My elbow hurts. Sorry, mm. I missed. It. Like they're finding ways around it. This is why I've always said, if you really want them to play, and look, I'm not saying they should. I'm just saying this is the only way. You get play. You you play. Excuse me. You get paid for every game you play. That's it. You get paid for every game you play. Now, if you're legitimately hurt, no problem. Right. With a doctor from your team and a doctor from the NBA or a third party, if you're hurt, you get fifty percent of your salary when you're hurt. That's I just I I just have a difficult time when when when, when you, you can look at it. If you look at it, Dame as an example, I'm not saying he's a load manager, but I'm just saying Dame is on the books for what fifty million? 40, 40, 40, I think it's forty seven this year. Forty seven. Okay. Forty seven this year. Fifty two so next year. Fifty seven and then then sixty. Forty seven divided by eighty two is 
573000 and change. So you think he's going to give up $600,000 because he needs to rest, or will he play? Like, if he really well, wants to rest, he's going to think about it. Is sleeping tonight worth $600,000? Yes. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. And if it is, no problem. Go go, go sleep. Go sleep. It's it's like the Chris Rock thing where he goes, I don't care. Give everybody a gun. Just make bullets. $10,000. And even I don't know. I don't know. They'll be real. Ca- <laughs> They'll be real careful about who they shooting. Be very careful about who they. Right, so that's that's how I feel. They should do the NBA to get people. Uh-huh. To be real careful about who they shooting. No yeah, doubt. That's pretty fun. I like the I like the concept. We'll see how it plays out though. Mm-hmm. Uh, low key eight seventy. Where's the Braves floor after the trade? I love it. The Braves. I love it. It's catching. Um, the floor is a play-in tournament because he could go in and completely destroy everything. Right. Just think about it. Harden goes in. Him and Westbrook, I had the chummy now, but you know how, how petty Westbrook is. Like he he stood on the baseline when the when the Lakers and the Braves were shaking hands to start that game um Not last really night like, the before. And he wouldn't even shake hands. He stood at the baseline by himself. And then once they finished all their handshakes, did you guys not see this? Yeah. Then he came up to, for the opening tip. Westbrook didn't even go shake the hands of the Lakers players. Everybody yeah. was wrapping up. He stood away. So I did not see that. Little, hold yeah. on really quick, you guys. Um, Leaf is in here, so I'm going to let him come for five minutes, Leaf, and then we're... No, let me finish my thought. Leave Leaf the hell out of here. No. I have two weeks you want to put on late. No offense, Leaf, but I haven't been here for two weeks. Let me get my, my this one point off. I, did, I, I didn't see that, Tom. I did not so, see it. So we, know, so we know Westbrook's petty. And Westbrook said, I love that I'm here because they let me play my position, which is point guard. So mm-hmm. him and Harden are like, no, I'm the point guard. And then Kawhi gets hurt. And he's not there. So now you just got Westbrook and Harden fighting over the ball with oh, Kawhi sitting in street clothes. Yeah. They could oh, they could be horrible. Now, that's because he's asking, what's the floor? That's the floor. The ceiling's super high though, too, but that's the floor. The ceiling is the now, NBA championship. Now, now, sir. The yes, ceiling now, is the NBA championship, now. I think. Is it the now, yeah, the ceiling is an NBA championship. Yeah, Absolutely. The ceiling, the ceiling is the NBA. The floor is them missing the playoffs. The floor is missing the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's for the floor. three minutes. I'm timing you, okay? Uh, three minutes, and then we you got to You don't have to time them. You can stay as long as you like. Yeah. What's up, bro? <laughs> Tom, damn, I'm getting time. Go, <laughs> right. go, 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 go. That's a well, well, in another hour, I'm supposed to beat the shit out of some uh, Bulls fans Um, uh, in another hour. But um, listen... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's definitely. That's that's how that's how you feel. Uh, damn, flu. I, nah, I don't you know you cool, bro. I ain't we no cool. I said you can stay as long as you like. You know, I play. Yeah, yeah, man. But um, yeah, the 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 the, the zippers, the flippers. Uh, come on, man. Chill town. We talked about this. We talked about this, man. We, we we know what this is. We know what this is. It's gonna be. Hey, oh, hey, um, little. Don't fun. worry, she can't hear you. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, we 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 know we we know what this is, Florence. I, H, I'm surprised that you, you know what this is. You know exactly what this is. I'm not buying any of it. I haven't, I'm not, of, of I'm being course, nice about it. I'm not, I have no emotions about it because I know what's going to happen. I have no emotions. <laughs> we all know what's going to happen. They're going to slip and fall and bust their damn lip. And exactly. Clip. Like, like, of course. Yeah. It's every time. It, it, it sucks it too, man, that, that we, that we doing this. Like we know what, what, what's going to happen. That's why I'm saying like, what happens if this thing doesn't and it goes the other way? And they actually do work this out, right? I tell I tell you what happened. Listen, in terms of uh, uh, I'm gonna get to uh, to the Russ and the Harden case. Yeah. If you go look at the numbers that the like the the video game numbers that they was putting up 
as solo acts of once upon a time, man, before this league turned into what it turned into. Like, if you add that along with a championship somehow, some way, they get nerfed up and, and put on another echelon of they positions. Now you got you got top 10 of Russ, uh, point guard conversations, and now you got top five uh, James Harden uh, two-guard conversations. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? At least in that aspect, bro, like in terms of PG – we um the I, me me personally I think one of the most well-rounded, less holes in his game type of players that we have ever seen, and for him to win the championship, it 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 on a Finals MVP because I think he's the best player on this team with 27 five and five 50 40 90 splits already. Definitely the most I, consistent, like in yeah, terms of playing and availability. Yes, exactly, agreed. and the most consistent out of availability and production and playing. Now you thinking to yourself, man, like, yo, this is a guy that finally uh, maxed out what uh, Tracy McGrady was supposed to max out. You know what? What uh, uh, you claiming Jason Tatum is, is uh, about to be, and everything. So, so if you look at that, you add that to it, and then you add Kawhi to it. I, I think Kawhi could finally bow out gracefully because everybody knows he has a condition, and like, and this condition is going to get worse. Mm-hmm. As you said, you know what I'm saying? Like, listen, we all on the same page about the clip is going to clip, bro. Like, what we what we don't know is who they going to clip against. That That's what we don't know. We we don't know if it's the Golden Fake Warriors. We don't know if it's the uh, the Lakers. We don't know if it's the – we don't know if it's the uh, – uh, We do know it's the not Lakers. the Phoenix Suns. We do know about we, you. We, 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 I, I'm not sure if it's the Phoenix Suns. We don't know if it's going to be the Nuggets. We it's don't just, know, we know. We know that there's something with those Buffalo teams that they just can't get – over that championship hump. Right. 0-4 is a fact. And, and mm-hmm. listen, and we seen it in the early 90s uh flu uh flu shot, man, and we we going <laughs> to see it again. You know what I'm saying? I... Listen. Uh, but but at at the same time, bro, like I I can't help but to feel some type of way for Kawhi and PG like in terms of not getting a, and I think Kawhi's forever going to be dogged about what he uh, what he did as a clipper. The average uh, bas- the average NBA career is uh, how long on uh, Chilltown? Four years. Four years. Okay, and from 2014 to 2019, Kawhi Leonard uh, gave you two Defensive Player of the Year awards and two Finals MVPs. To me, like, but sound to me like somebody that maxed out. Well, he was playing. He was playing at an elite level. Yes, he was. When he plays, when he plays at an elite level, the thing, right? When he plays, he's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He's playing Just, at an elite level. When he, I, when I, he I plays, don't say, I feel, the only one I feel bad for, because I don't feel bad for Kawhi, because Kawhi, look, there's some injuries there, but in terms of, look, he was won championships, he's won awards, like he's good. Uh, Russell Westbrook. Just his style of play is not, I'm just sorry, it's not conducive to winning. So I'm not worried about him. I don't really like his attitude either. Like I said, that pettiness. James Harden, not a fan of, of the way that he worked his way out of all these situations, the whole Fatsu thing, like calling out your owner or, or GM, whatever is a lot. Don't like any of it. So I don't care about him. PG is the one that I'm like, mm-hmm. before his injury, he was on that trajectory too. Then he has this injury, but he comes back. But I'll tell you, I don't like the way he worked himself out of OKC either. But that right. being said, he's the one that I'm like, he's the one who hasn't had that success that seems to be like wants to work hard, wants to be better. So I feel that's I, I, you know I feel what? I would have to agree with you on PG. And then one last point about PG. I think when we talk about a guy that has very little holes in his game, I think to myself, man, like how many guys in the history of this league can we say that about in terms of in terms of what they bring on the basketball court, defense, 
Uh, you got the mid range, you got the short game, you got the long ball, you can attack the rim, he could play make, he could rebound. We're talking about one of the most well rounded players in the history of this game when we talk about Paul George, and he's probably going to end up ringless, just like all the just like uh, uh Harden and 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 Chris Paul and all these other bozos that we've been uh, 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 claiming for the last uh, uh, decade was one of the sorriest decades in basketball history. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a sorry-ass decade, bro. And it's, a de- and it's a decade that's been ran by LeBron James saying, I need this play, I need this play, I need that play. I want to play with him. Let's get superstars. And now the this, NBA this, done this made a CBA. This, this, this is when Leaf loses me. He, he had me for a while. And this no, is when he loses me. Well. Yeah. <laughs> When I tell the truth about somebody that you like, now I lose. That's that's what it is. It's somebody that you like and somebody that you prove up. When I tell the truth about it, you don't like it. You know what I missed? On Tuesday, I did a top 10 uh, most delusional fan bases, and I clearly missed James Harden because people are saying you guys are hating on James Harden. We're not hating yeah. on James Harden. We're just factually talking about James Harden. But that being said, I need this team to fail. And I need this team yeah. to fail not because they don't belong <laughs> in my city. I need this, this team to fail because if they succeed, then other teams are going to go back to thinking this is the way to win. It's a copycat league. Even though more teams have failed than succeeded. More teams have failed. Exactly. Way more. More teams. And, and more not just, teams and not have just definitely failed. failed. And not just failed. Failed miserably. Yeah, and a, lot, and a lot of them teams had LeBron James on it, bro. Like, by the way, but but uh, listen, oh, I say man. I'm saying, I mean, yeah. and I'm and I, listen, and I'm and I'm and listen. Why and while we still on the subject, I think listen the the, the fact that it is a James Harden fan base. Leave my king alone. Leave my king alone. Alone. You don't even see see you don't even believe in enough. You don't even believe in that that picture enough to hang it up. That's, that's why right. He's in the corner. That, that's exactly the only reason why he's in the corner. The only reason why he got that is because his little man got it for him. That's the it only was, reason why he asked. It was at a book sale. That's it. That's the only reason why it's in the house. He uses hard-earned money, and he said, "You're a Laker fan." You see that? You see that? You see that Kobe book behind him? That, that's his guy, right? That's his yeah. guy. The only reason know. why that the only reason why got, that James Harden is in but there, but he got a Bears helmet sitting on top of it, so it's yeah. all mixed up up in there. That's, that's the only reason why he got that because his little man got that. A lot for of him, garbage, so. a lot of garbage. That's, all yeah, right, that's, we're that's gonna it. let you go. Um, but I appreciate you coming through. Oh, you mean like your quarterback in San Francisco? Is that sorry? I heard garbage. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's what it sound like. Uh, 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 um, uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Did y'all did y'all think I was gonna forget about the Niners? Did y'all think I was gonna? Did you think I was going to let it go? Really is he talking about the Niners when he's talking about Green Bay right now? We're not contenders. We're not contenders. They're not in conversation, but they're able to come into ours. They need Tom Brady. We're not contenders, We don't have CMC. We don't have a top defense. What's your problem? How the we, hell got a, we, we, we got a new quarterback. That's what our problem yeah, is. I got a new quarterback. This is first year as a starter. This is first year as a quarterback. My ass. This is first year as a starter. Can you tell me? Hold up, Chris. This is first. No, I'm sorry. Seven and zero. He started seven and zero last year as the third string. Okay. And it was carried. And was carried by the defense. Hold on. He was doing good. I didn't hear you saying he was a new quarterback. When I told you teams were going to, you did. You absolutely heard me say he was. Don't do that, Tone. Do not make it sound like that. Figure it out. Do not make it. Do not. Hold on. Bite him. Bite him. Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you the teams were going to 
figure out figure him out and he was going to start to look pedestrian right. and you said no man i think he's really got it i think he's really i think he's got it that's not what, what he I think. happening he's not even the main i mean he has been he was? He was concussed he was literally got a concussion and you just got your belt did, did, did he did he get a concussion or did somebody concuss him that's, I don't know. What the, I, I don't know what the difference is between the two. But what I'm trying to what the, what I'm trying to make sense of. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> I don't. I don't know the difference between the two. But what I'm what I'm saying is is last year when he showed up, when we were six and zero. Oh, I'm on record saying he looked like the guy who should have been starting from the beginning. That doesn't negate the fact that he still knew, and oh, I still Trey don't know Lance, what I'm doing. Trey Lance. I still don't. I, I still don't know. So he starts. He starts less than half the season. Here he is today, starting the season, and we jump out the box 5-0. and We're going through a bit of a slump right now. He's still my guy. Still my guy. 100% he's still my guy. This is his first year starting as a full-time starter. He still needs to recognize defenses because I'm watching him get tricked more than once, more than twice, more than three times by linebackers in drop coverage. He's getting tricked by that. Why is he getting tricked by that? Because I don't know the game yet. I'm still learning it. And when I figure this out, which he's going to, we're still going to be rolling. We're still yeah, going to be rolling. Yeah, yeah. So, the, the problem, you know what the problem is with that, Chill? Y'all don't have that type of time, time stamp. Right? You don't have to figure it out quickly. He who said anything about, whoa, who said about three, who said about three years? Last I checked, we still at the top of the NFC. It ain't like we uh, suck. Are we not, not anymore? We're, 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 no, we're, we're, we're not in first place, but we're still at the top, the, the top of the NFC West. No, we're not. Yeah. I, know, see, I know Seattle's in first place. I know Seattle was in first place. But we're still one of the best teams in the NFC West. We're still at the top of the NFC It ain't like we're in fifth or sixth place. We're still one of the, we're still one of the best teams in the NFC West. What are we doing? Chill. Geno Smith is better than Brock Purdy. This is, this is the this is the part. This is the part, bro. Where you, this is the part where you get counted out for the one, two, three. Because in the last three games, y'all have been in the shitter. That's 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 what it's been. Mm-hmm. Like in the, and and I don't see y'all getting out because every every so part that makes y'all so we losing the rest of our games. That's what we doing. So everything that it. makes y'all team good is getting exposed. So we so we ain't winning no more games for the rest of the season. That's you know, it. funny how you say you're you're at the top of the the, the, the NFC and and just I'm just I pulled it up because I didn't know you're one game ahead of Atlanta. Okay. Oh, shit. So, so if the season ended today, where are we, Tom? It'd be fifth, and only seven make the playoffs. So we're in a so wild card. So we're in a wild card. We're in a wild card. Yeah. So we're not. At, so we're not Better at the top the of the Packers NFC or the Bears. All right. Not, no, we're not, we're not at the top of the NFC no more. All right, we admit they stink. We, we, listen, we are we are garbage. We yeah. are, listen, I we're know realistic. our teams are garbage. You guys are living vicariously through the Niners because both of y'all's team are absolutely no. I'm living vicariously through. I'm living vicariously through my my son's Eagles and my wife's uh, Bengals because they're both looking much much I'm better. I'm not living through nobody. Thank, thank you very I know much. that the forty. I know thank who the Forty Niners are. I no, you don't, don't trust no, you them. Don't. No, you don't. You don't. Yes, you think I you do. know who we are? Yes, I do. You're a world class hater. You think you know who we are? No, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you did not. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. I told you on your page. I told you on your channel. I told you on this channel. I told you about them. I don't trust them. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Tell everybody here what you told me, so I'm clear. I told you weeks ago, I do not trust the 49ers. And why And why don't you trust us, Lee? What's the because problem? Because Brock Purdy is going to get exposed. 
everything good about y'all team is going to get exposed. Y'all try to bully everybody. It started in Cleveland. Y'all got bullied by them, and y'all can't y'all can't do this bully football no more. They get everybody's getting catching on to it. It's us. It's a wrap. What's been the common denominator since that game, Leaf? The the common denominator is that Brock Purdy can't stretch. No, the what's field. been the real common denominator through all throughout all three Brock of those Purdy games? Can't stretch, so he can't throw neither. Even though he's oh. one of the best, even even though he's one of even though he's one of the best downfield oh. throwers in the game. That's wait wait, one. wait 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 wait. You got to understand. He's following. He's following what Kyle Shanahan wants him to do. The drag route. That's what I'm supposed route. to do. I'm running the offense. What are you what? talking about, Lee? Nelly. It ain't like this. Hey, hey, this one's not. Give him the football. This is what we're doing. He's not give going him, outside give, the box. Give, give, give him the football and just let him just do whatever he wants to do. So we got Tom Brady. That's that, that's what I'm saying. So, no, so, so no, 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 no. So we got Dan Marino. That's what we got? No, no, So we're not going to let him run the offense. Give him the football and just let him do whatever he wants to do. And by the way, and by the way, this dude just started. This is his first year starting. But give him the football <laughs> and let him just. You gonna give me this first just start in the middle? Go ahead. I'm, 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 go, 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 go ahead, Lee. Go, go ahead, Lee. Right, go ahead, Lee. I'm kicking you out. Bye, bye. I have to kick you because otherwise. Oh, this is nuts to me. This is absolutely amazing. Did I tell you guys? I figured it out. Later, Lee. Did I tell you guys? I figured it out. Oh my god. Did I tell you guys? I figured it out. Figured what out? Oh. What is that? I don't like it. Mm -mm. AI. It's ah. AI something. Here you go, H. This is the balloon. Here you go, H. <laughs> Only here you go, H. With the AI balloon. logic. Here but we go. Comes like up it. And, down, and then it's the P sign, that or the two, that brings up the balloons. I don't know why it's not working right now, but anyways. Interesting. Yeah, it's supposed to. <laughs> Did you do the thumbs up and thumbs down? I don't think we, I, I don't think I can do that. Yeah, do try it. You have to do it right. No, I don't like it. No, I don't You've think got so. Some weird Canadian settings on that. That's what it. That's what it sounds like to me, H. Like no. you got something. The balloons aren't. The balloons used to work, but hey, the, hey, now I don't have the that's balloons. Ever. You ever noticed every time I went like I, every time I ever counted, I was like one, two, and then. Yeah, scary. Uh, FIFA, Foon, explain why you have the Hornets 15 best in the league. Ah, no problem. Uh, I didn't have them 15th best in the league. I said preseason power rankings. I had them as 15th because we had a nice conversation uh, with Mark Williams. Is it his agent? Mark Williams, by the way, had a... Did you see that two-handed snatch block he had the other night? Or a couple... The last against, week? Against Detroit, yeah. That was nasty. So mm -hmm. he, he made me really feel like if they were healthy, they were like a mid-tier team. 15 is right in the middle of the league. And, and they're, you know... They're doing what they do. So, yeah, new power rankings will have them lower. That's why you do power rankings every week. Very true. Very true. Uh, Cruiser Nation 3, the dog cage. What up, chill, influent, and the PC queen? What up? What up? What up? What up? Uh, <laughs> Low-key 870. Don't trip over the chat, OG. They're lames. I just don't, I, I just don't like the right. fact that, that, that you throw rocks and hide your hands. That's all. Like, if you really got something to say. It's not like the internet, is That is the epitome of what the chat is. That's what we do this is, is to get it's people corny. riled up. It's, it's so corny. I were to say, right, if I were just think about it. What did I say about Jokic? Did I say he was a bad passer? No, you did not. No. What I they said just, was passing is a skill that can be developed and get better. Now, 
They so, twist your words. And so they take the piece that they want to hear and they just run with that one little piece. They don't want to listen to the expert. It's like the other side of things. I've always said this confirmation bias. People don't look for the truth. They look for things that uh, prove what they already believe. That's not research. That's not research. How many times have I said to you, I didn't know that. You're right. Da, 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 da. I say that all the time because when I've gone and looked, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, that's cool. Like, there's no reason. I just did a thing with uh, this one pod that was saying, you know, LeBron James is a phenomenal uh, specimen and no one could play defense like he played defense. Show me another player playing defense. And I said, okay. And I said, here's, you know, another player playing defense. I go, but that doesn't take away from LeBron James you know, physical ability or his ability to play defense and nor does him being a great defender take away from the other person being a great defender. They are both allowed to be great defenders. It can't be, it doesn't have to be right. Two things can be true. One or the other, two things can't be true. Two so it's just, true. just, you know, you want to grasp, just grasp that. Yeah, yeah. Two things can be definitely true. Yes, they can. In the building. Yeah, SB, we don't have a ton of time, um, but I'm going to huh? bring you up for I'm going to bring him up for this topic really quick since okay. he's here. I mean, um, the, the, the tab that's coming up next is, is my tab, but it's cool. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Well, well we're going to – um. so we have this last uh, – something Jay sent me, so I'm going to bring this up, and you give me your, your take too. Um, okay. But the Milwaukee Bucks, we've already seen Boston, Milwaukee. It's kind of a two-man, two-team race, I guess, in the East so far uh, from what mm. it's looking like, right? Um, but Jay sent me this. He said, uh, it says the Bucks are currently 29th in defensive rating this season, which I, mm. Jay, you might know what they're coming off of last season. I know it was a lot higher than that. Um, and obviously a, a question mark that we had with them losing Drew Holiday, uh, Brooke yeah. Lopez getting older, yada, yada. So um, SB, does that concern you at all for Milwaukee and their chances? Uh, in the uh, no, because I think sometimes we overreact and we don't get enough sample size. Like you can't make too many – good food with only two two ingredients. I don't know how many, I guess it's just noodles or cereal. You get milk, cereal, waters, and noodles. You know, we don't we don't got enough sample size to see. Now, if this still going for like 25 to 30 games, then yeah, I hear you. So it's like, we only what like, how many games in the season really they done play uh, so far? That's not, uh, enough, that's not enough time. That's so five, not games, enough time. five games is not enough to pick my MVP? I mean, you could you could predict you that you think they're going to still do that. Yeah, but All right, um, let me let me give you let me give you a little history lesson. Mm-hmm. In the first five games of an NBA season, yeah. only six players in the history of the NBA have been able to achieve this in the first five games. 100 points, 50 rebounds, 25 assists. Oh, there's the balloons. 25 <laughs> assists and 10 blocks. Only six people in NBA history have been able to do that. I'll repeat it. 100 points, 50 rebounds, 25 assists and 10 blocks. They are Larry Bird, okay. Giannis Antetokounmpo, in 2122. Uh told you the peace sign's gonna work. Anthony Davis in 1819. Okay. Kevin Garnett in 0405. Charles okay. Barkley in 86-87. And this year, Scotty Barnes. Scotty oh, Barnes. Man. Oh, man. I how I fall for that. I, I, I how I fall for that. I knew it that was, was easy. Too. No that better. Was easy. That he lost when he said Anthony Davis. I'm like, Scotty Barnes, I beat you. Scotty Barnes. He is much improved. He's much improved. That's my cousin, by the way. That's my cousin, Scotty Barnes. Shaq Barnes. You do look like you do look like Scotty Barnes a little bit. 
Yeah. Don't tell us your government name is Barnes. People don't need to know that much information. Mm-hmm. Hey, you see, I'm back in the crib. We got a rid of it. You like this? You like this? You see the goat? You see the goat sound right there? I do. I like that. I like that a lot. I might just put a goat player there every time. No, LeBron might take like 21 saw, seasons to get right in. I also you saw know? Jay's face when he saw it. He was like, we do not care. <laughs> not at all. Nah, not even know. a little bit. He must, little see, now, nah, see, look, I know why Jay does, OG does care, because he was here. That's where the hashtag chill was here. He was here when this happened. I was. He probably yes, I was. You were? You were? I was. Somebody just said Zach Levine just got traded. Is that true? Or is that cap? Okay. No, he's not for sale. Don't do that. Don't. Do no, that. that's not true. My phone has been blowing up by now. Everybody. You want me to text Walsh? Let me text Walsh. Text Walsh. Yeah. yeah. No, I would have got like forty calls if Zach Levine got. Okay, traded. okay, okay. Um. Anyway, so yeah, thoughts. <laughs> it, are you guys uh concerned about Milwaukee with the difference of 29th in the league? You said it's a small sample size, KB. Mm. So, um, Jay, what do you think? Why? Why? What sparked your interest about this? Damian Lillard in Portland. I think in 11 years that he was in Portland, he was on two teams that was in the top 15 in the league in defense, two of them. And those two teams went deep into the playoffs. The teams that he was on that were at the bottom of the league in defense, they weren't very good at all. And when you play on a team where you got great defensive players, the point of attack guy, he enhances the defense. The problem with Milwaukee is, is they don't have anybody that enhanced the defense like Drew did. So you could say the same thing about, well, Cleveland doesn't really have anybody like that. Just so you guys know, Donovan Mitchell, when he showed up to the NBA, he showed up as a defender. That's who Donovan Mitchell was when he showed up to the yeah. NBA. He became a scorer. Mm-hmm. Coming out of Louisville, he was a defender. Yeah. And he does play defense. He's actually been playing defense this year in Cleveland. So he's not like he's a cone because, no, he's not. He will defend. Damian Lillard, on the other hand, is regarded as one of the worst defenders, worst not just worst guard defenders, one of the worst defenders that the league has seen at his position and overall. So when you're playing that bad as a, defend, and as a defender, that affects your defense. That affects your team defense overall. So I'm having a difficult time with the logic that this is going to improve. And Milwaukee, I mean, the year that they won the NBA championship, Tony and I have had this conversation. I'm not a big fan of defensive rating. I think Milwaukee had the 10th defensive rating that year, the year that they won the NBA championship. Nobody talks about the fact that they was giving up 100 and I think 22, 114 a game that year. That was good enough for 22nd in the league. They were at the bottom of the league, giving up almost – they were they were in the bottom 10 in the league, giving up points. So, I mean, with that being said – Dame doesn't play defense. This is going to be a problem later on in the season because he's going to go up against teams that are going to slow him down. We've seen Dame get slowed down in the playoffs. And if you can't slow other teams down, it's going to be a problem. That's why I don't think that this thing is working out. I'd be surprised if it worked out this year. That's why I'm giving it a two, three-year window tops. Especially with the way Boston's looking, too. They look right. (laughs) Right. crazy. Uh, Any any thoughts? I mean, has have I don't know how much NBA you've been able to watch with work, but um, what defenses have stood out to you so far? What team defenses have stood out to you so far this season? Oh yeah, Zach Levine, Trey, he fell for that trap. Zach Levine ain't going nowhere. Yeah, yeah go for it. I trust I've you guys. Looking, I've been sitting here trying to find Zach Levine trade oh, news. It, 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 it would, would be the real top of your timeline. <laughs> 
Yeah, it'd have been real bad because the episode uh, today's episode is Zach Levine's not for sale, and did he get traded? That'd be crazy. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know how to come into the show like, oh yeah, that would have been perfect. Depending on who you got, I mean, like you know, if you're trading Zach Levine and you got something legit for him, right? As opposed to if you traded Zach Levine for two second rounds and a future one, no, I, I, no. I, I, I won't be supporting the Bulls no more if that happens. <laughs> we out on the Chicago we Bulls. We out. We out. Be out on these dudes. You go, see me on gold blooded. I'm a Warriors fan now. So I'm like, I'm gonna pop up. Hey, hey, I'll be over there with you. Hey, let's go. We go over there. But yeah, right. man, so I gotta go ahead and prepare for the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate you guys. Have a good night. Uh, yeah, you guys make sure to stay tuned uh, for the Bull Show following this. I see red um, and get their take on. Is it I see red or is it seeing red? Oh, see red. I think it's just see red. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely stay tuned. Um, James B just hit you with the super chat. Fluent, he said, share your list you had on Tuesday. Um, which one? No idea. What'd you do? I, I did most delusional fan bases. Oh, let me okay. See. You have let your me, list? I, I think I have it. I, I'm pretty sure I have it. I feel like I can um, list that off myself. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Top 10. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to put them in order. Uh, Boston, Warriors, Lakers... It was, it was it was every sport though, so oh, you're just okay. you're doing yeah. So the, so the Cowboys, so, so the Cowboys at the top of that list. Yeah, top, Cowboys were number one. It was yeah, it was top ten. Uh, it was top ten um, teams, mm-hmm. delusional fan base, and then top ten player most delusional, delusional, delusional fan bases. Yeah. It doesn't mean, yeah, you know. Lakers are up there, but I Cowboys, know Warriors, Cowboys, Warriors. I think uh, I have. Yank- Oh Yankee. no, I have, it I have it right. My bad. I, I I went old school on this one. I had it written down. Uh, I was looking. I was looking on, on my on my phone because sometimes I, I just don't think I made a list. I don't think I made one. So here's here it is. So top ten, top ten, uh, number ten, the Buffalo Braves, uh, right? Because they never win, and their fans always think they're gonna win, and they trade for James Harden. And they, mm-hmm. right? number nine, number nine, Notre Dame football, right? They've been irrelevant. Oh, yeah. They always like and and like even. Like they put them in the top twenty to start the season because they have these draft classes or uh, recruiting classes. They're trash. Yeah. Number eight, the Cleveland Browns, delusional painting. Their- <laughs> <laughs> like, their team is so bad that when they left to Baltimore, they would they waited, and once Cleveland got another team, then they won the Super Bowl. They're like, okay, we're not affiliated with Cleveland anymore. Now we're winning a Super Bowl. Uh, number seven, number seven. Listen, I was being realistic. I, you know, people attacked me and said I was a hater. I was being realistic, not I took mm. away my personal biases because I had number seven, the Chicago Bulls. They're living off a decade. Yes, they are. <laughs> Even yes. Yes. Six rings in that one decade. They sucked before, they've sucked after. They're yeah. they think they're still living off that. Mm-hmm. Number six, the New York Jets. Let's be honest, right? It's the degenerate <laughs> jet fan. Yes, yes. Um, number five. This will prove. This will prove again. I put the Lakers up number five because the Lake we're we're spoiled and delusional. We think we're going to win every single year, and that every free agent, everyone is coming. I don't care if we run late, Sebastian. Stop telling me to hurry up, bro. Yeah, My show. I don't give a damn. Good, uh, number four. Number four. Number four. You guys probably don't know this one, but the Toronto Maple Leafs. They haven't won a Stanley Cup since 1967, and they sold out their stadium for 50 years after. Straight every game for 50 years, and everyone's like, this is our year, and they plan a parade route. They're insane. Uh, Number three, the Green Bay Packers. 30 years, eight eight MVPs, two Super Bowls. (laughs) 
Delusional. You think you're going to win? Stop. Number two, my team, James Dolan. Give me a call, bro. I'm ready. The Knicks are definitely <laughs> yeah. top of that list. Yes, right? they are. Free agent is going to the Knicks. When have they gotten? When was the last time they got a big name free agent? Uh, Julius Randle. Stop it. I said big name. <laughs> Julius, Julius Randle. <laughs> He's the only all pro they had in the last 10 years since Carmelo. Number one, the Dallas Cowboys. And I'm sorry, yeah. Red, we're going to go one minute late because I'm going to give you the top 10 players. Yeah. Number 10, because some people think he's the greatest baseball player of all time, and they're wrong. Derek Jeter. Number nine, you're delusional, bro. Number nine, Connor McGregor. Stop it. Like, he's a personality. He's not the best fighter. Number eight, Messi. Messi. Uh-uh. What are yes. you talking about? They're delusional. They're delusional. They think, they think, listen, why I say delusional? People think he's the greatest and it's not even close. You know that it's close. Mm. It's close. Ronaldo is that number seven because his fans think that he's better than Messi. And yeah, that's, delusional. that's delusional. Number six, James Harden. They still think he can make a difference and win a chip. Delusional. <laughs> number five. Listen, number five is a tough one because it's Tom Brady. And here's yeah, why. I like it. Because like they think it. he's the goat of football. No, no, dum dum. He's the goat of quarterbacks. Hey, dumb, dumb. He is not the goat of football. Hey, dumb, dumb. Dumb. Like number it. four, number four, Babe Ruth, dude, dude. You tell me there has been a better baseball player in a hundred years. One hundred, Tone. A whole decade, a, a whole century. There's not been a better baseball player than Babe Ruth in a decade, in, in, in a whole century. Oh my god. Number three, and you know I'm not a fan. He's not even in my top five in terms of fandom. Michael Jordan. Oh, he's the goal. It's not even close. No, dummy, it's close. Um, he walks on water. He's never lost. No, he's lost a lot. He's got swept a lot. He's missed a bunch of games. He retired 100 times. Like, no, he's got faults. Number two, the other guy in the GOAT debate, LeBron James. He's the GOAT. He's perfect. No, he's not. No, he's not. He choked out of finals. He's, he was the favorite and lost two years in a row as the number one seed in the NBA. He's got faults too. Delusional dum-dums. And number one, Number one, these guys think this guy's a top 10 player, and he's not even top 20. He is this modern-day Dominique Wilkins, this modern-day George Gervin. Kevin Yeah! <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> All right, Thank you guys. You. <laughs> we got to sign off, but uh, appreciate y'all for coming through. Uh, we had good discussions, and like I said... If we didn't get to your team, we'll try to get to it next week. Just leave a comment or send a super chat next week, and we'll get to and it. And I will be here. I will be here next week. The whole episode. Fluent and chill. Uh, Easy Money Sniper, that's right. All right, Jay. Easy Money. (laughs) Take it light, but take it. Call your mother. Drink water. Put a suit on.